live from Todd's floor. You've, it's D and D. You've had destroy undead, you muppet. Wait, why are you on level challenge rating uh, three? The moving company grabbed all my stuff this past weekend, so <laughs> my desk is gone. Todd, uh, do you at least have like a pillow under your butt? No. You wish, baby. There's something else under my butt. More butt. My butt. It's two butts. It's motivation. Butt all the way down. In the form of a penis. Everyone take a piss. It's gonna be a slog. This episode's oh, brought out. to you by Honey Pot. It's a beer. It's a beer. beer. Tastes kind of like honey. Tastes like the beer. Alright, everyone ready? Yeah. Willow Cedarbrook. Me. You're under arrest. Nah. I, I had to turn up the music for myself. Upon discovering that whatever trial was awaiting you has now been escalated to a new level with some new resources at your fingertips, what do you want to know or do with the remaining evening before the trial and the following morning? I'm just going to bone up with Clapperclaw and kind of see... There's any legal shenanigans I can do, or like, just I want to see the VA on the case and know if I'm kind of owned as a witness or not. So, in the escalation to the Court of Stars, you're no longer a witness. You're considered the you're considered the uh, defendant. I think is the word I want. Because. Um, what was enacted with Feyralis Pactus is you are a citizen of the Feywild, you are a you are a warlock of an archfey, you can take the fall, so to speak. In a way, you're kind of boned. Next. But, Clapperclaw, though, he just kind of begins downing a bottle of whiskey through his eye socket. That, sure. Seems to get him drunker, but just pours out of the bottom of his skull. With your citizenship, you could head to the library and just maybe just learn more. But you might want to get some rest. And by the way, any kind of like like your driver's license, your your citizenship card. I pull it out. Uh, there is an address. You learn that all citizens of the Summer Court get provided. Maybe not the most extravagant residence, but you do have a, a state-funded residence available to you in the Feywild. It gives you access to the public to... library, community college, and a roof over your head. Also yeah, a stipend of food. Ask... Yeah. Can I ask Ballfield to, uh, hey, Want to come to the library with me and help me get out of this jam? 
I got two out of a jam. Uh, Balthier's already in the library. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, he'll come with you. And Gardner, what, what would you like to do? Oh, fuck. I um, just follow because... We, we, so, man, it's been so long since we've played these characters. Um, we just got out of, like, our, me and Balthia were being, like, pampered and shit, right? Yeah, and you had a fever dream in the spa of Raja being captured and casting her mace into the sky. Yeah, I just follow as I'm, you know, pretty quiet. Pretty quiet. Apparently, I have a couch you can crash on. There's probably some uh, some cheap beers there. You watch the game. Your food no stamps more. just turn right into whatever you wanted to. <laughs> but for the sake of expediency, some genesis. You, yeah, you leave. You leave the. <laughs> Very out of place building that just looks like Shermer High from Breakfast Club. Uh, that is the summer court back into the extravagant city of Saint uh, Saint You effectively, in kind of your citizenship citizenship paper, you get like a little crystal tablet. It's like a smartphone. It just gives you directions wherever. It fulfills your wanderer feet, so you can navigate yourself. Um, you do pass through a bazaar that I referenced at some point. I forget the name of it. Um, as you're passing through this very crowded bazaar, um, you hear a strange clicking noise. Like, that probably didn't get picked up. But a strange clicking noise, and kind of like as you first notice it, an individual on a bicycle collides with you, Balthiel, and go tumbles. <laughs> like, you're resolute. And just, uh, this... Cloaked individual in a hat and a coat, a uh, tiefling uh, with a receding hairline that ends in a ponytail. Like, oh, oh, damn. Okay, okay. They start to pull themselves up off the ground. Uh, I used Mage Hand to like right their bicycle. Uh, they're they're like uh, feeling around, and you can just tell by the milky. Um, lack of iris and pupil that this tiefling is blind. Um, I go over and offer my arm as sort of like a support. Hey, uh, thank you, thank you. What's, um, who can I thank? Thank for this. Uh, my name is Balfiel, but, um, how, how have you made it this far without being able to see? Well... I click, and I can normally hear people, but it's really crowded around here. But, Balt, Balt, feel, Balt. Hey. Are you KR338? Uh, that is, that's my build number, yeah. Uh, he's like, padding around, and there's a basket affixed to his, uh, affixed to the front of his cart, or his bicycle. And um, he opens it, and he just plunges his arm, like, down to the shoulder, like you would with a bag of holding. He's like, I'm, uh, I'm the good Phil. I'm from the, uh, Emporium Eclectica, and, uh, I have, uh, and he just draws out this, like, really small paper package. And he's like, 
I've had I've had this, but it's just really low on my my deliveries. But it, it's for you. Uh, who who gave it to you? Where does it does it have a return address? Yeah, uh, let me just check. And he's just staring at the package for an uncomfortable amount of time before you realize he's blind. <laughs> oh, uh, or remember? Can I see a return address on the package? It's the return address is. It was very elegantly scrawled, but has been worn with time. If you cannot discern it, but you can tell the send address. Is to the address of the clock tower, and it's addressed to you. you. Would have been sending a package to me. It would have to be someone who knows about me, but like, couldn't have been. Well, I, I appreciate you getting it to me, but if this was sent in the material plane, how? How did you get There's it? just like a ring of a bell and you look up and you can't find him in the crowd. Oh jeez. Jeez. Oh, Don't open it in this crowded bazaar. You might get Ted Kaczynski. Well then let's get to the library so I can open this. Who's Ted Kaczynski? Uh you wouldn't know him. Goes you to a different school. High school. Yeah. Goes to a different high school. You head to the library, you're directed to directed to the legal area. You guys set up shop. Gardor, you find a very comfortable leather-bound lounge. Uh, this is a very vast library that's, like most things insanely, is somehow built out of the great tree whose name we'll just say the city is named out of. So you're like in the roots of this tree, just in these spiral shelves and whatnot. Orbs of light are floating around. Um... And as you kind of pass through the threshold of the library, Willow, your little crystal tablet, like, blips, and you just got access to the card catalog website bullshit. All right. I'm going to cross-reference with Balthiel and then also with the court documents that Clapapal had. Just, you know, look up information on charges, on the, on AWA, on this specific precedence, why it escalated, and anything that can save my asshole. <laughs> um, with Balthiel's help, give me an investigation. Is there... Uh, balls. Nuts. What is that? That's the wrong mouse. Uh, I'll guide him. I'll give him guidance. I just picked up guidance as a cantrip. Get a d4. Plus probably advantage for me helping. Plus five, plus advantage. Who the fuck's my D20? Okay. With advantage, plus your D4, plus my thing, I think. We made it to a 21. On a 21. Gigantic. Yeah, it's big. Well, Gonzo. On a 21, it'll take a few hours to kind of prepare yourself and what you get out of it is yeah. to the effects of yeah, it's 
it's really a typical trial as we would understand it. You go through the different phases, both sides present their shit. However, where the Court of Stars, like that whole angle comes into play, there is a precedent that normally the Queen is the judge, but in this, she is acting as the the prosecutor side, or, yeah, yeah. as the prosecutor side. Um, another Archfey would take her place. Um, what That's makes it... It's incredibly biased because so is the jury. Fuck. The Court of Stars is all the gathered Archfey of the realm. But, and I will have, like, specifics on the whole mini-game skill challenge that we're going to do, and, like, everyone's going to be involved leading into next session. But it's more like the process. Basically, what yeah. you get out of it is keep the keep the jury happy with what you're doing and what you're presenting. And I'll see they, prepare a dance. You sure you don't we're going to win them over. You we're going to win them over with a big dance number. You don't want me to be a council? I want you to be a council. Fine, Gardor, can you dance? Uh, can I roll a performance to see if I can dance well? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just kind of, like, can you just, like, see me snap out of it? And, uh... There is a dad groan as you get up. No, yeah, you just, like... <laughs> Good. You see me snap out of my just my silent stupor that I've been in for the last X amount of time, and just uh, I'm like what dance? And you just see me like kind of go right back to my train of thought as I do like the worst dance you've ever fucking seen on a nat one. Yeah. You well, just like do a really bad stanky leg and sit back down. <laughs> All right, well, I'll the dance. Gardor. My argument is going to be a dance, and I would like you two to be involved, but that's. Neither here nor there, I guess. It certainly could be an interpretive. I did want to closing. Oh, what did you say of Gardor? An interpretive. Hey, the two of them took several hours to get that information. Is there anything you you did or wanted to do? You kind of have the extent of your spell slots at your disposal. This is Corvus, not Gardor. Fuck. Sorry. One second. That's all right. Well, you're taking a look. Balthiel, there would have been an opportunity in the last couple hours to uh, open up your package. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to get inside that package. You get inside that package, Ooh, and what you find, like just wrapped within more layers, it's more brown paper wrapped around uh, like a silk cloth, and there's something metal in it, and you pull out and. This would be the first of its kind in the material plane and this, but you, especially exploring firearms as you have, um, it is a cylinder for like a revolver. And as you like turn it over and hold it up to the light, you see the light pass through six different, maybe they're gems, maybe they're concentrated auras. It's It's a little difficult to tell, but they are red red like red like the heart of a fire blue like the sheen of the sky yellow kind of white like crackling lightning sickly green a very dark umbral and this is the only chamber of the cylinder 
that light does not pass through. It's just solid black. And then brilliant golden light. It is magic in nature. And inside there is only a small strip of paper. And it simply says it is dated for years. It's dated prior to when Simon was taken. And it's in his handwriting. And it says a little project I requested. As if writ it's like an Am Amazon fucking gift thing. It's like just like a little casual card, like little project I was thinking of, but you can tell it's maybe from someone that didn't realize their days were numbered. Uh I turn it over in my hand. Um so it's it looks like a the barrel to a revolver. This the cylinder like you put the the rounds into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Have we clocked anywhere in this city that I might be able to find, like, parts to build a gun with? I look at my map thing. Not to find a gun, but give me an arcana check. Gun, give me a gun check. Give me a gun check. Um, that's 10 plus a bundle. Okay. If that's... you beat, let me know if you beat 15. That's Linus. Uh, it should be. It should end up being ten because I think my Arcana is a ten, so it should be twenty. Okay. Yeah. With your understanding of a hammer mechanism that you already employ in your current firearm, this can be integrated into your current. Because um, the way you have the reloading feature, but your rifle kind of facilitates itself like a bolt action where the bullets are stored under the, the barrel. So okay. they feed in. Um, you can integrate it with some work. Okay. No, like... Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have to imagine that while uh, while Willow's do like learning stuff, you just see Balfi in the background like taking stacks of books and like he's building a desk with stacks of books. And then you just see him, like, working in the background. Would you like to attune to this device or identify with it? Um, I have a free attunement slot now, so I'd rather attune with it. You, ident you identify this as the Cylindrus Constantini. Uh, you can see the... Oh my god. You can god. see the, uh, details there saying... below. Oh That's my gnarly. god. I'm gonna fireball everybody. But that's beautiful. That's iron on his hip. Big iron on his hip. I think with, uh, the way the session's yeah. going to go, you I think it's about time Ballfield is able to finally get a new magic weapon. Fuck some shit up. But this can integrate with your current gun. It won't impact any infusions. And emphasis on the word can your gun can take those damage types. I see. But that's what's going on there. Gardor, any... Can I get a quick recap of the dream I had? It's been a while. It 
it was Raja while getting pampered in the spa. It he was Raja like being dragged away by yeah, a demon. She was in a one-on-one. She stood alone on the bodies of her companions, valiantly fighting Sea Rob in the face in the great mouth of a cave, while just surrounded by a ring of demons cheering on Sea Rob as she was defeated and thrown into chains, and with her last acts of freedom. She whirled her mace, which glowed in a golden orange light, and cast it into the sky. And Seeroth yeah. said, Oh, hope. And kind of like pulled her face up to his and said, We'll break that soon before dragging her into the cave with the legions following him. Alright, while they're all doing their things, I want to spend a 5th level spell slot to cast Commune and try to talk with, uh... Paylor. Starting practicing my dance steps so you know what's you, going on. You begin casting Commune as you do. Do you want to... What's that how, What's that process kind of look like as you kind of find the secluded back stacks in this library? Just silent and meditative. Um... You, you almost don't really... Like, if anyone's able to see me, no one exactly recognizes what I'm doing unless they pay attention, because, like, I've just been kind of pondering to myself for the longest time, and I'm kind of hiding this uh, commune with Paylor in that, like, ponderance. But uh, you can probably see some sort of maybe, like, eye-twitchy or stuff while my eyes are closed, and I'm, like, actually talking to... Paylor. While you're doing that, it's just a montage of the guys from Breakfast Club smoking pot of Willow and Balthiel like dancing on bookshelves <laughs> in the background. Or Willow dancing and trying to make Balthiel not do the mm-hmm. robot or something. I don't know. Um But as you as your consciousness leaves you uh for this commune and you feel yourself spirited away, you find that it hits it's a barrier, briefly. It's not, like, harsh, but you receive... Welcome to the Feywild Communion Network. This line is being monitored and may be used for... feedback purposes or something, and... Uh, you find yourself once again in the field of grain, and you traverse it to the hillock and the tree, and you once again find the bearded, tawny-skinned... Uh, Grekian robed man sitting meditatively. Mm. You've returned. What uh, what uh, wisdom do you seek? I saw Raja being dragged away by Sirov. Is she still alive? Yes. Her soul though possibly irrevertibly changed by the trauma in the realm it remains she remains alive in the sense of which you speak does any of her party or army or whoever she was with down in what I assume is one of the layers of hell survive, live 
the forces of Elysium that we could spare fought to the last man or the last angel. No one else remains. Though many of the faithful yet remain in your plan. Last question. That's not... I can't get a yes or no answer from that. Hold on. I need to... I don't know why Raja threw her mace in the air. Is there anyone I could find that knows how special her weapon is and why did she do that? He scratches his beard. That one... I think this is an instance where the nearly on... Nearly omniscient, unclear option applies. Okay. And he says, That is unclear, but perhaps you already do know. I nod and think. <clears throat> and as my minute draws to an end, I just kind of bow to Paylor. He bows to you. Just fade away, I guess. Yeah. You notice he as you bow, and he's like in a cross-legged sitting position, he bows like low to the ground. And he hasn't done this before. And almost as you start to question it, the vision fades, and you hear Thank you for using the Feywild Communion Network. Please stay on the line for a brief survey. I'm honestly waiting around to see if anything happens. <laughs> Please rate your experience on a scale of 1 to 5, with 1 being the least satisfied, and 5 being the most satisfied. Uh, How was your call? 5. Good job, Feywild. You, you, did, you, you did your job. Did you achieve... The conclusion you desired. Um. Yeah, mostly. I'm. How likely would you use this service in the future, or recommend it to others? Um. On a scale of like one to five, a two. It was kind of annoying. Not gonna lie. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time for the. <laughs> The previous associate has been dispatched due to low reviews. Have a good day, and thank you for using the Feywild Communion Network. I just, like, pinch myself and fucking wake up from this, and I find Balthiel and Willow, and I'm just like... I think I got someone, uh... I don't know if they're dead or not, but... Like, with, like, no knowledge as to, like, what they, uh... I'm just like, I just straight up go up to them, like, I may have killed someone. Alright, Dor, you know what you gotta do? You, you gotta channel those you? feelings into dance. You, you the, saw how well I did. Or Gut Willow. <laughs> Our door definitely um, has ribbons. He's a ribbon dancer. You're a ribbon dancer. Um, 
Bullfield, do you still have that tux from uh, blah, 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 the... Canonically, I'm wearing it. I was putting it on when, when we heard the, yeah. the PSA from the Queen. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wait, I'm gonna, I'm gonna change into my my beautiful dress from that gala. The Aristos. I do love. Guys, I think I just killed someone. But can you dance? <laughs> I <laughs> Say it and dance. You can dance. Gardor, we gotta get you some nice clothes, and then we can crash on my futon. Still have the cheap beer you promised? Yep. Perfect. I might even have some peyote. I've yeah. done enough uh, outer outer body experience for for the day. Alright. Y'all motherfuckers. Y'all motherfuckers can find everything you want. And you retire to the very Spartan, but lightly refined Section 8 housing applauded to Willow and retire for the evening, and we will conclude that next time. Oh. I miss God. That's the session. See you guys. <laughs> I knew it was going to come down to a dance battle. <laughs> Organize choreographed dance. Organize choreographed dance. Yep. You know what you came for. Now, we will orient our focus to Ferris and his newly assembled previous crew members um, aboard the Naval Dreadnought. You worked with the proxy characters to... Uh, work through here and gather them all together. Um, upon gathering Sid from a lower brig, um, within solitary confinement, uh, Varys, you find yourself face-to-face -face with Silas Stormhall, the previous or uh, the previous candidate for Prime Minister and the Admiral, to your knowledge, the ceremonial Admiral of of the Royal Navy. Um, for the purposes of this, remember, um, the other three, you are this kind of proxy character. I didn't want to, like, spoon-feed you guys dialogue or anything, but the your character sheets do function as these characters' stat blocks. Um, sheets. Sorry. But... Before finding this prisoner here with his tongue removed and his hands bound, um, his fine robes now spattered with filth, you wanted to assemble the crew and potentially escape with the sloop in some capacity. And with that, Sydney, you find yourself face to face with your father. Sid, you find yourself face to face with. Your, your possible father-in-law that has never been <laughs> canonically established. And Kura, which is Willow, you you know of this man, but you've never met him and you've never crossed paths with him before. So that dropped to my knees and I and I, I like You are it's Willow. So these are proxy characters. 
Yeah. Cool. I like. Uh, is he French? He, he is going to be North Irish. I can do Irish. Irish is easy. But deep behind enemy lines, Ferris. Here's the man that cast you into hell. Many months, maybe years now ago. Sydney has already fallen to her knees, just kind of like supporting her, her dad a little bit. Her mechanical arm turns into a little bit of a blade and, and starts slicing through the ropes that are they're binding his hands. He he avoids Sydney's gaze, as if ashamed. But Sydney, this is the man, not the puppet. I'm. It's embarrassing. I'm going to let you have some time with your daughter. Then we need to talk. There's... I just pat Sydney on the back and kind of give them room to work through whatever they need to work through. Um, I... Sydney's actually going to like sort of like pass Silas off to Sid and follow Varys. And she, like, puts a, a hand on his shoulder, and she's like, I know he hasn't been kind to any of us in the past, but we need him. What do we need of her? He would know more than any of us what's going on. Do you mean to interrogate him, or just trust him? That's my father you're talking about. It's your papa. Do you have a good relationship with your father? Me neither. That's not the, there. The, the man sent me to literal, actual hell. The man sent me to boarding like school. Not as in he gave me a bad time, or did let me stay out past nine on weeknights. He sent me to actual, legitimate, flame, fire, scary stuff, bad place. Um... I recognize we will have a tactical advantage by having him on our side. And I have a mission. I am not going to let my personal feelings get in the way of this. But I do want as little as possible to interact with this man. I mean, I think we all agree to man's a bastard. He called me a really mad, really mean name the other day. He doesn't have a tongue. Those are about the same thing. Good. He insinuated it. He wrote it down. His hands were bound. My face. Honestly, that is the extra effort that I would expect from this song. Done. It was a really nasty name. Didn't he? What is your father? I'm going to let you take the lead. I have already been surprised by him once, and not in a good way. If I see it happening again, I'm going to take action. I would just ask that, and I'd hope that someone in your position would understand needing a second chance. Yes. Um, just so you know, I also punched my blind father in the face 
So I don't have the same paternal love that a lot of you shorter lived races have. I I fucking buy five Ferris at that. Not even looking like pot. Um, I'm I'm not doing that to your dad because I wouldn't let you do it. Nothing you have to, but I'm gonna be over there. If he tells you anything important, I'm going to be outside of punching range. Um, so just let me know. Uh, as you say that, as you finish talking, she just says, that makes two of us with daddy issues. As she wheels around, and she, you see the sparks of her, um, her newly minted augmented hand start to, the fingers start to spark up as she, like, grabs Silas by the throat, not in a choking manner, but just slams him against the wall. You can see the sparks just kind of like flitting around. Like it's almost like a threat. And she's like, message me. What do you know? Yeah, get him. The response. <clears throat> My sweet angel, you know, I only have six seconds to respond with a cantrip. And, uh, and my response is, unfortunately, we don't have time for... Unfortunately, someone's missing a tongue. We don't have time for pleasantries. I know most, not all. Um, Six. She, uh, she kind of like snaps her fingers a couple of times. She's like all of our paper. Yeah. It just gets up, and he's just as he's just like you're just using sending, right? A message the cantrip or message whatever. Oh, okay, so she you, made just she like, made Silas use the message because she doesn't have. Yeah, yeah. and said uh, you've you've seen though you personally can't use sending. Um, Sydney, I've seen, and, I'm just like, seeing them like staring at each other. Well, Sydney is using their augmented hand also to almost sign as the somatic component of message. Okay. Um, she's done this to you before. You know what okay. she's up to. Okay. And then I just hear a snap. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bear, Sydney, you want the bastard to talk? Uh, yes. I would be very impressed if he did that. Ah, perfect! And I just walk over, and I will put his tongue back in do, his mouth. I will just staple his tongue right back on. No, um, <laughs> your tongue back in. I cast regenerate on him. Um, do you have a preferred way of doing this, as Sid? Because I got one. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> um, after after our fucking metal reveal of the cell op the cell doors opening and just the massive form of Sid there. You lumbered over and found your gear in a locker um, and you pull out what looks like a set of pliers and you just like push yourself into the cell. You like gently push push her to the side. You almost assume her grip on him against the wall and you just shove the pliers into his mouth and you grip the stump and they ignite with golden light as you just begin pulling it and more muscle just begins forming as if cauterizing and you hold on to it maybe longer than you need to but oh great now it's going to call me another swear 
I hope the ropes uh, are still there because this is gonna hurt. Got you got a couple of minutes. Think of what you want to say to him. As I'm like just slowly magically yeah. putting his tongue back. You just see me like in his mouth, just like kind of pulling back, just like tongue is appearing. We need to know what you know. The plans. I don't look like a psycho, but I don't look like I'm not enjoying this as I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, you as probably Sydney's partner, you know the years of trauma this man has done to her. Not just, you know, the immediate apocalyptic bullshit he's been a part of. So, yeah, you think yeah not fine. psycho, but still enjoying this. He. What is immediate? We need to get out of here. What do you want to know? As I'm like holding his tongue. No, you've let him go. Okay. (laughs) 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 What is immediate? Do we need to know now? I have sins to atone for, but I cannot do them all in a cell. On a prison of my own construction. This guy's melodramatic. And sure as hell, try for a few of them. I just step away and let Varys and Sydney have line of sight of them. When were you replaced? No. I. Pride took me years ago. Near the end of the last war. And who's Pride? Yeah, but this is bad. The devil I struck a very poor bargain with. Been there. Um. What, what was the deal? I got power, and evidently so did they, and much more than I expected. You Okay. They got a puppet the, in Parliament. The thing about devil deals is it's all really in the particulars. Yeah. All I need is much information about the specific wording about your deal, and it's possible. Oh, they... Pride has rescinded the deal. He made a new one with Merlot. Truthfully, Merlot's kind of an idiot. He can barely read. So, so I'm sure he missed how, it. How long in years has Merlot been under demonic control? He's yet to reach his first year in the ministership. Okay, so he can't have done too much damage. How does Iron Bull factor in all this? Who is he? he? His Wrath, one of the other Archdevils. There's several of Yeah, I guess I have to. And actually, he's here, so I would love to give you as much information as you want, but in the safety of the sky, far from here. There's a there's a pregnant pause before Sydney. Sit, you see like tears like in the bottom of her eyes, and she blinks them away, and she looks at him. What did you do to Simon? I let him be discovered, or more importantly, that child of his. Bear just. Pull up 
back into him. Just like flat, just. I wanted to do that. Oh, there's. We can take turns. That was non lethal damage. We've got time. All unconscious now. Both heal. But he does take it. He just takes the hit. He knows this is just the start of. Well, truthfully, a smack pales in the punishment he's bestowed upon himself and his lucidity. Balthiel is one of my dearest friends, and he has agonized and made it his life's existence and quest and meaning to find the deity who granted him life, this wonderful being that he worships with his every fiber. I will not let him find out that it was a piece of shit like you. So, redeem yourself. Alright, first off, Sydney, your brother was not the nicest guy. Kind of a narcissist. Wonder where he got that from. You know what? That's hurt more than the self deprecating shit I've done to myself in this so Tell me Do you regret Do you regret what you did to all of us? I regret most of the things I've done in this life. Sindelia. And tell me how you're going to help us fix this. And tell me what you know about the Synthoclus. Galindo's father and I know how to convert it. What was that exciting? You know, Galindo's father and I developed a theory to convert it to something that will push... All the outsiders from this realm, all the energy, all the planar energy that we thought would bring us into a new a, a new age that is only becoming the nail in the coffin of this one. We're listening. Now, I'm assuming, Sydney, your ship is on board, yes? It is. It's a, it, and there are, I designed this so the bays are only accessible from the sides. There are six engines. There are six engines aboard the ship, all along the starboard and the other side that Jed the DM should know after who knows how many pirate things. Port side and starboard side. If we destroy the engines on the side that the ship is located on and the bay is open, we will fall. However, Sydney, is your ship pliable? We, uh... We had a shard, but we needed it to cleanse a rift. Um, before I get into this, um, Sid Gardor, can you give me a history check? Well, um, I'll give you advantage because you designed the engine that you're remembering this information on. Now, I are. And he says, do you have any lesser, lesser gifts of Gaia that... Or just any artifacts of power that could power the engine even short, even for a short bit? Sid, do you... 
do you still have the planar embers? Uh, I rolled twenty-three. So you thought you you thought of the exact same thing as you're pulling them from. I hear that that actually solves two of our problems. Really, uh, we don't we don't need to steal the artillery shells. Um, um, Mass. He says, "Master," like as if like choking over his own words, like. Master Sid, may I? As he reaches out to the uh, to the pouch of embers in the mithril bag, I just like pull him away for a second. I look over at Sydney. Uh, you, you, yeah. <laughs> you might as well hand them to him. He's already called you master, and you have far less degrees than he does. <laughs> that does feel good. I think I'm better. watching you, and I hand him over. Um, canonically, because I'm gonna say this, and probably no one will do it. I don't know how many embers you had, but he pours them into his palm, and you see four, four of these round pearls, um, with um, that each hold the power, the energy of the fire plane, and he says. One, one for each engine, and one for our salvation. It seems. Um, he kind of looks around. Gallandell, where, where is the ship headed to? Just assuming the others have been prisoners and wouldn't be aware. Yeah, I do not have that. We're heading back to. Um. Oh, at this head. point, all all of her pipes up. Um, Scotland. Yeah. I, I've heard the officers uh, in, in the air vents, and I've heard the officers um, talk about the island of Sky, something about a lighthouse, and Silas corroborates this and says, the water rift. And it is the furthest from London, and less secure than the others. The locals might not realize what's beneath it. So it should be easy to take care of. Fantastic. Well, what one ember will give us is... Uh, and at this point, Sydney kind of starts chiming in, and they kind of reach the same conclusion. It'll be more like a skip than it is actual sustained flight. So it'll be kind of like... Once you're out of the ship, it needs to just go up in the right direction... And then you're going to fall with style. If you have to choose a way to fall, with style is always the way that I would choose. How do you know the logistics? How far are we falling? Or just vary? I don't know exactly where we are, but I think best case scenario, we end up in the sea. It, I, it's all been... And Sydney's also made the calculations, and Sid, you've you've gotten the spark notes on them, at least in the bits that Sydney didn't use too many syllables about uh, the calculus involved. The best the best case scenario is you overshoot the island and you hit the sea, but it really depends on where the ship is now. But he's more he says his expertise lies more in the ship 
how this can be done. And this is the point where your DM kind of lays out possible ways this goes down. Is everyone has to make it back to the ship and all the embers have to be put into the engines. You do have a rogue NPC character that seems almost childishly willing to do that part, though it's not necessary that he does it. You could move as a group, but moving as a group could bring more attention and uh, Silas says the worst thing that can happen is Wrath finds us. So before placing go ahead, go ahead. He finds us before we're all back at the ship. I.e., if you guys fail the skill challenge, Wrath finds you. So we're placing in embers in the engine to kind of kickstart them? You're placing embers in the engines of the dreadnought. So that when they rupture, it will lose power and the ship will sink to one side and the sloop will be able to fall out of an open bay door. And then you can ignite flight in the direction of the island of Sky. Fantastic. He says, he also says that bringing down three engines will slow the dreadnought and give us a head start on the Navy getting to Sky. So we need to, the more the better. Savvy? Yeah, because two will list it, right? There's four total. Two will um, list it one way. You get, you get one for the sloop. It's going to take three for the engines. Okay. You, only get, you only get one ember. You get one shot, one opportunity to head in the direction of sky. Okay. So we need... Okay. So basically, you guys got to tell me how, how you're going to do this. You got one There's shot. Gonna... Do not miss a chance to blow. We always say that in our head. And with that, cool. Cool, uh, cool, cool, cool. the time, the passage of time starts. Is that the cranberries? I don't want the cranberries yet. I want the blueberries. Blueberries, blueberries. Hold on. I can't. No one with DJ access. Look at what I just wrote. Mm. Even though I'm pretty sure I gave you all DJ access and tried to fix it. Oh, I'm not a... The passage I'm... of time is punctuated by a guard entering the space that you're all easily able to subdue, but you realize, like, ooh, probably the first guard you subdued to get control of this brig. He might, he might be needed elsewhere. Maybe people are going to start to notice uh, all the fuckery at play aboard a uh, a dreadnought with military protocol and whatnot. Wait, so are we each putting an ember in a separate engine? Are we splitting up? That's up to you guys. You could you could pop, you could send the rogue to do it and you guys right. head to the ship, but trying to understand the parameters. Um is there a map or anything or are we It's going to advance once you guys have a plan. Let's pure bus if we decide to send Oliver can make him invisible for a time. I feel like we should. That didn't help. I don't. But. I trust him. 
Although, um, I don't want to send a child, but it'd be safer than Sydney. All of us. Children, children are smaller. They can sneak into smaller spaces. This is great. Um, also, I've been should... I've been living on the ship for months. So this, um, this challenge is probably the hardest been... out of all of us. Go ahead. I know I have a Willow stat block. Am I also a changeling? Hurrah is an expert in the field of transmutation. You're able to you gain the features as a changeling as the proxy stat block. Conscious. Um so what I can do is I can take on the form of a guard, take his clothes, and follow around with Oliver and make sure he succeeds and isn't captured and mutilated. Alternatively, you could be a guard that is transferring prisoners. Transferring prisoners. That also works. Oh. And we want to leave the child. If we look at some of the high profile prisoners here in our party, and Sydney looks at around at the rest of the group, it would stand to reason that a high ranking officer, her eyes fall on Varus, would also need to be overseeing such a transference. So, also, Silas pipes up. I. I can disguise myself, too. So, we either do a prison transfer, which exposes all of us to risk, or we cast a bunch of spells on this rogue child and hope that they can sneak and perform the task force. As I understand it, that's part of the same plan. Oh, fantastic. I like both of them. Um, well, but of course, Varys, we'd be relying on your raw wit and charisma to get us through it. Do you think yeah. you can handle that? Then we're fine. And he tries to give, like, the best, just, like, reassuring commanding officer, like, I've got you, kid. Not to... It probably doesn't work, but... Well, on, on that theme of not working, why would you escort prisoners to the engines? That, that, is, that was my question. That was my next question. You say we're putting I, them up for late. You say that I, they need the engine because it's hot. Put an old man up for labor. It doesn't exactly make sense. If my preference would be that we all stay here where no one knows about us and we send the super sneaky good sneaky boy to do the thing. Yes, but the rest of us need to get to the ship while he's doing that. We that, also have to. What we're for. That's the prison transfer. Yeah, correct. Okay, well, and Silas says. I can. <laughs> I'm trying to put this in mechanics. Silas says. I guess I can make the prison transport more convincing, or I can assist the boy in what he's I don't doing. We, I don't think we trust this motherfucker to assist the boy. I can't let him have I'd rather then, then I think you all should give him everything you have. Um, I agree. Invisibility, I heard. 
any way to enhance his abilities. Oliver? Is if he doesn't get get to us on the ship, we have to go find him. Oliver, you have you have come such a long way. I remember you when you were just this little thieving, sneaking ragamuffin on the ground, and now you're a thieving, sneaking ragamuffin in the sky. And I just clap my hands on him and cast haste on him. Um, and it's just you got this, buddy. If not, everybody dies. Cool. And In response, he just really quickly says, "You know, I don't need a dad, right? But thanks." Uh, um, anyone else like doing anything before he's able to like bolt away? As she sees his frame start to vibrate, Sydney reaches out and and puts a hand on his head and casts invisibility on him and says, "If you die, Ballfield's going to be really upset." Wait. Um. Does Silas say he could also turn into uh, a guard? He can disguise himself as a guard, and he also was an acting admiral, so he has some charisma to add to it. So how about he as a guard goes with the party, and Corvo as a guard goes with um, the boy? That way both of our asses are... I think the whole point of the boy is that he doesn't get noticed, because he's a no, rogue. I, yeah, I'll, he'll be... Someone with I'll just be on patrol near him. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Just in case yeah. he gets into trouble. You yeah. subdue a third guard that just wandered into the wrong room <laughs> while you're deliberating yeah. this. Oh, hey guys, what's going on? <laughs> bonk him on the head with my hammer. Sid, yeah, Sid just chokes him out with a hammer. Someone just walks into the door. In his neck, just pressure points. And just, eh. I'm just like sitting there next to the door, just like, you know, pow, just pounding away on my hand with the hammer. And so, listening guard, to everyone talk. How does everybody feel about the two guard plan? There's a bot. There's a pile of, of guard bodies just getting larger in the corner. <laughs> there's already three. If we just sit, I'm like getting a little we'll wind. I'm like, I can't do this all day, guys. Come on. <laughs> Slowly kill everybody. No, but um, it's like a fire feel about sending waves of enemies at us. You guys are gonna have to trust Silas if he goes with you as a guard, but. You, your hands won't actually be bound haste, and you can kill so them. So haste doesn't last forever. Does anyone have any last contributions before? Um, yeah, I was just going to ask if anybody had any other. I, I wanted to do this before we cast a thing. I already cast uh, invisibility, so I can't cast anything else. All right. I'll go with the boy. Unless you'll like, let me give him a latent flash of genius or something like that. Um, um, I can give me raw on him. Did we just lose someone? Oh, my Olivia. Um, Rock, Rock, give me an investigation check at disadvantage. Or perception, up to you. Or perception? Yep. I'm taking perception, baby. Okay. Small cilantro. She's so small. It's like he's about to be dealing with exploding engines, right? And to the yeah. it's a 17. I go up and cast protection from energy uh, fire. Okay. Um, canonically, uh, just because I looked at the picture, there were five embers, there are four engines that he's going to go sabotage, just so everyone knows. Right. Um, five, four, one for the sloop. Okay. One for the sloop. Protection from energy. All right. Um, Kurang. Everyone is. Yeah. Um, Sid gave him that benefit before he was made invisible, but you're like, all right, I'll go with the child. As you turn, 
there's just like an invisible patter of feet that like you can assume he just clambered up a cell you see a vent open up in the ceiling and that's it there's just a vent hanging in the ceiling oh our our lives are in the hands of the child i'll go with you as a guard yeah um silas takes on the guise of a guard oh he takes he takes the guise of um galando you are a warrant officer he takes the guise of like a captain um, you actually, he takes the guise of the captain that you were personally offended by, or like, that you personally interacted with, and he just says, this guy's an asshole, no one, no one should fuck with us. Yeah. Maybe stand over there. Alright, everybody, pretend that your hands are bound. If you have any weapons, hide them. Get on to go. Give me whatever weapons you have. It makes sense that I have them. Alright, give me your weapons, Varus. Wait, Varus is still an officer. Well, Kura, what are you doing? Are you going to disguise yourself as a prisoner or an officer? Because, well, so three officers transporting Sid. That, that's, oh, that's believable. Yeah, that's Sid and Sidney. Um, give me, give me a history check, Kubra. All right. Um, Basically, what okay. you guys are doing right now is kind of lowering the difficulty of the skill challenge. No. Oh, shit, that's Kubrar, seventeen. You know, eighteen, because um, my proficiency bonus didn't go up on my fucking sheet. On an 18, Kura, you are able to disguise yourself as someone that you know on board that is of lieutenant rank. Right. Um, with that, uh, Sid and Sydney, you guys bind yourselves uh, loosely, and you head out. Have you hidden your weapons? Yeah, Ferris took them. Right. All right, we're on our way. You push yourself. You put anything else, anyone? You push yourselves into the ship. Um, three officers transporting two prisoners that you may find only a select few know are on board. In the first round of combat, you approach, we'll call it a checkpoint. Uh, there are a number of officers, and they see you approach, they bring attention to you. How what? How do you respond? Salute them. Alright, give me a performance. Arms, it goes up in my wheelhouse. Plus 10. That's a bish 20. Nice. That's one success. Anyone else contributing in some way on this round? Um, what? Go ahead. Uh, where? What, what was the specific like? Like, what's the ob- specific obstacle right now? It's a checkpoint. You're heading through a narrow, narrow hallway that ends um, in a branching hallway, and there's a checkpoint. Uh, at this point, it seems like it's just a single clerk. You can see maybe like an officer, not an officer, but a 
we call it like a guard break room nearby that you can hear people chattering and playing games in. Uh, but the checkpoint more was like, oh, who are you? What are you guys doing? Uh, Kura saluted, achieved a success. Um, on a performance to pass as an officer. Sydney, um, kind of looking at Varys, she's like, you were one of them. And I thought you were on our side. The hell is wrong with you? And she sort of like shoves herself like into like like trying to like shoulder Varys like in the in this jaw or something. Varys is just gonna laugh at her. Like, <laughs> of course you thought that. That was the mission. God. I'll take a performance. I'll take a performance for, or a deception from Varys and give me. I don't want to just say deception, but give me just give me an attack, uh, an attack roll. It can be it can be dexterity based or strength, your choice. Performance <laughs> proficient. Is it proficient? No, no, it's not proficient. All right, but I- what I'll tell you is the presence of three officers makes this DC a lot lower. All right. Well, I'm still going to use a flash of genius to make it a 16 total. That will succeed. Two successes. Mine was also. Hold on, let me check. Third die. It's my Varus die. AP. You pass through the checkpoint without any issues. I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll for. Uh, roll for our boy, who is hasted. The session in which Jack kills a child. Hopefully. This is actually brought to you by killing children. You pass through the first checkpoint, you progress. What are obstacles people actually face? The next obstacle is a crowded hallway. It is a crowded hallway near the mess. It is letting out. How does the group navigate going through... Well, not even you don't even necessarily have to go through this. Basically, you see just a large horde of people ahead of you. What do you want to do this round? I'm going to shout, make way, prisoner transfer. I'll take an intimidation for that. Intimidation. Intimidation. Load, you son of a bitch. Oh, shit, boy, that's a 26. Two successes in this round. What's that? Two successes this round. Anyone else? What can I do? Chris, it's time to shine. Most of my good spells are fucked because I'm already concentrating Um, on... What I'll give you... What I will give you, Chris, to maybe thank you. Get the juices flowing. The juice. You, eh, depending on like the successes and failures, it's kind of like, what would you want to do if you got into this crowd? Maybe you could shove someone. You could also bark. Um, casting a a spell might have your officer companions respond things like that like don't feel don't feel restricted to the 
Give me a rundown real quick of the other two actions. Uh, someone barked to clear the way, and was there a, another action? I thought I heard two successes, so I figured two people did something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what someone else did other than Kura barking. Um, it was previous to that, but it was um, Sydney and Varys roleplaying that... Uh... That was last round, sorry. Oh, then that didn't... Then nothing else happened other than Noah. I'm just trying to think of what can I do as a prisoner to, like, help this. Um... It... It could be selling the bit. It could be aiding your companions. Uh, I'll say you guys are doing really well already. You got the difficulty of this down very much. We just got to see how uh, see how our boy does. Opponent thematic. Come on, boy. Am I bound at all? Um, aesthetically. Aesthetically? So was I, like, left enough room to, like, wiggle my hands and shit? Yeah, you, you can you can succeed on somatic components. Okay. And I think the only thing not actually on your person is weapons. Uh, what do I see in terms of, like, like, literally everything around me? From objects to people to how crowded is it? It's pretty narrow. It's pretty narrow pass. There's there's like knickknacks and shit on the walls. Little bit. There's the walls are filled with pipes and valves and whatnot. There's little bits of shit everywhere available okay. to you. And enough people around that uh, probably like a crowd of half a dozen just oh. clearly in front of you. Okay. I don't think that's called for then. I was gonna say, not to put things in your mouth. But here's my dick! And here's my dick! Um, an animate object spell might. That's what I was scare. thinking. It could potentially, if you roll high enough, scare off people as shit flies at them. And maybe some other fun things. You got the Well, that's trip. my idea, but. I do will it. see if I can do anything else first. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna pee real quick. Oh, dibs. I, I've I've been drinking, getting ready for. Who knows what might happen? Last fight. Oh we man. Uh, all right. Well, when he gets back, I'll probably animate objects because I've just like looked over everything and. Uh... Chris, you got a join for them. Yep. All right, so when you get back, I'll be doing my uh, animate objects to uh, cause a commotion and get people out of our way. Level 5 spell, I believe. Correct. So, uh, wisdom check, add 5 on top of it for your spell slot. 13. Uh, okay. Flash of Genius. Okay. Is that an 18? What does that add? 18, okay. Plus 5. Turning, so... At first, you kind of struggle against your binds. Like, maybe they were a little too tight. Your fingers got a little numb, but you rattle off the incantation. Um, the knobs of valves begin loosening in this thing and begin flying and just shoot forward as steam begins filling this space. Um, you succeed on a commotion. Uh, that's another success this round. Um, 
<laughs> Flash of Genius is lit. It does so good. With with that, you're trudging forward through a steamy hallway, um, lower, um, not commission. What's the John? What's the word I want for non officers? The enlisted, yeah, uh, the enlisted personnel in this hallway just begin running off, uh, making a commotion. Word may spread a little of this, but you trudge forward. There's still like a, some people kind of uh, fucking off, kind of falling over each other. If anyone else wants to contribute in this round, I got nothing. In the next round, you see a group of officers. Oh, on this round, I have to roll for Ollie. Ollie, 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 Ollie. Ollie. Good thing he has he has a very big bump right now. So he rolled low, but I will tell you he succeeded. You see a group of officers rushing towards you, heading towards the commotion, obviously informed of the commotion. Uh they approach you and I want for this round, Kura and Kura. Silas are going to roll what Kura, you did your changeling ability to disguise yourself, correct? Correct. Give me a charisma. This will this will count as your contribution. Alright. Actually, that won't count as your contribution. The fuck? Right, no, because I actually want to see what happens. Um, the group, the group of officers, call you to halt, and you recognize that the two officers disguised in the party are present. How does the group want to respond to that? Motherfucker! Um, Say that again. So Silas and Kura are disguised as officers yep. that have now approached the group. Look, I thought I described myself as an officer who we knocked out and left in the cell. You didn't no officer is on guard duty. You knocked out enlisted. Uh are yeah. you do you wanna make yourself an enlisted? I'm going to make myself an enlisted instead of an officer. In front of the officers? No, 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 for the sake of the story. My name is no Bob. Yeah. I won't How... be an officer. So basically, you might be close to getting found out. How does the party respond? Look over there. No, um, let me think. Uh, if no one has a better idea. I, I had an idea, but go ahead. What are the guards wearing, or the officers wearing? I want to hear yours, it's probably better than mine. <laughs> Animate objects again. <laughs> <laughs> They're wearing metal. Go ahead, Varys. Go ahead, Varys. Um, well, all Varys is going to do is... essentially point and be like, why the hell is there another one of you? And just make it out that they're the... Deception. Yeah. Well... 
Um, hold on, let's just... But I have aura protection, so I can add... That's a saving throw. It's not a saving throw. Fuck, yeah. Um, Any other flashes? Yeah, flash of genius. What do I add? Five. So you got 17. 17. On a 17, you accrue your first failure. Fucking hell. And oh, I just got baited. The guard, the guard just, or the, not the guard, the officer just, that, I wouldn't be caught with one like you, Gallandale. So not hey. only are you a fake officer, you're also racist against elves? Anyone else contributing I, this round? You guys are going to hang out with this racist fake guy um, to, to kind of paint to paint the scene a little bit better there is a wall of steam behind you and it's it looks like it's just a group of officers in front of you there are some doors remaining in this hallway but that's that's what's ahead of you um so maybe maybe you're not seen from behind uh we're moving away from the cells right you're heading towards the bay that the sloop is held in. So, and yeah, we were we started off in like cells, right? I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. So we're moving out. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. That kind of ruins my plan. Um. <laughs> All right. I, I need to think more. Um. Sorry, out, I was gonna say something. Out loud, Sydney's just sort of like, <laughs> "You all really need." more guards to transfer us? That's like a taunt. Do you have an intention for a check, or is that roleplay? Uh, I was trying to sort of, like, taunt them. I don't know if that would be intimidation or what. Ridiculing them to kind of get a rise out of them? Could you give me persuasion? Uh, what level? Fifth, fifth level warlock spell. So make me a charisma. Yeah, charisma check. Add five on top of it. So d twenty charisma modifier. Add five. Twenty five. They are blinded as you gain a success. You duck into another room. Um, serendipitously, it seems like it continues along the hallway, and perhaps. Perhaps you, like, ducked into a room with two entrances, and you can kind of circumvent. You get around them. Is that I, That's one success, two failures this round, I believe. Correct. I think it's best that we run. Silas will... Now that he can supply verbal components on spells... Uh, what does Silas know, and... He's also getting his first taste of freedom in decades, potentially. The remaining members of the party that have not uh, contributed uh, specifically, but narratively, you all see, you all like run through this side room into the hallway, and you're all like kind of starting to run as these the, this group of officers are blinded by the wall of light. You see Silas standing in the hallway, not running with you, kind of just eyeing up his... eyeing up officers that are responsible for his imprisonment, his humiliation and whatnot. Uh, you start uh, to see him like channeling some type of evocative 
energy in his hand. He might attack them. Maybe that's what you guys need right now. How do those of you still here respond? I stop running and I'm just going to watch. It's like, I think he's going to kill them. He's about to do a murder. As one of the only ones without a personal connection to Silas, I'm just going to be like, let's see what happens. Prepare to run. If no one stops him, he is going to cast with the highest spell slot he has available, Lightning Bolt. Oh my many Jesus H. Christ, Lord and Savior. I already took an action last turn, I can't do shit. Oh, Marty. Same. With a 19, he just... You hear screams. You hear an explosion. Concussion of air just rushes. You see the devastation he just wrought, and he just turns slowly. Fuck the queen. You accrue a success. Is there anyone that had... Well, for this round, we will... uh, With this, as the tiebreaker, we'll have Oliver roll. Great. We gave you so much shit. 22. A murder occurs. A murder occurs. You make it to the bay. You find that the bay is locked behind. The bay is locked. New round. You start... By the time you, like, have all... Like, you've thrown caution to the wind. Murders have happened. You rush to the bay. You find that the, the, the front door of the bay is locked. Aren't with the bay block. Sydney, can't you get through this? I will. Thieves' tools that. Oh yeah. Um, that's a sixteen plus. I think ten for a twenty-six. Plenty, plenty. It's not picking a lock. It's effectively rerouting an arcane circuit. You rip off the panel with with your mechanical hand and rewire it and. It, like, opens an inch, opens a couple feet. Like, it didn't want to, but you did. You're now in the bay. There is a... Um, though previously, Varys, you saw this this bay opened and kind of, like, the air flowing through it. The exit of this is also locked behind a great steel, steel uh, bulwark. Also, you notice that, not just Varys, everyone notices that... The ship is chained with two great chains to the floor of this. But you guys can, like, rush onto the ship. You can access the engine within this round. You can access... You're getting ready. You're you're hoping Ollie makes it back. We should break the chains. Maybe to, maybe to spice it up, a couple of riflemen see you guys break into here and begin making their way and lining up in the hallway on you. It's a little touch of spice. Why? Make it interesting. You guys have succeeded on every round so far. Well, Carvel, going to a hypnotic pattern. Alright, back. Alright, Kurah. Um, spell, uh, warlock spell slot, I take it? Another warlock spell slot, level 5. Yeah, level 5 charisma check. 
Charisma on my way over. 23. You're able to... For the purposes of this challenge, um, you incapacitate, incapacitate them this round and accrue a second success. The ship is still fastened to the floor, and the exit bay is still closed. I mean, Sid's a... Is he a mechanic or a pilot slash captain? So, okay. He's like... What could I he's use? He's the hands... He's like is... the hands to Sydney's brain. Okay, is he... So, like, incapacitating the people who found us, does that leave us in an empty bay? With a ship? More or less, yes. There is, at this point, an alarm has been rung. Oh, fuck. Alright, um... I hurry the fuck up, uh... What skills could I use to, uh use my knowledge to, like, start getting the ship ready. What is Gardor proficient in? Or, actually, Sid can use a channel divinity to pretty much start the ship. If that makes sense. And what that will entail is it is a wisdom check adding your proficiency bonus. Buddy. So, Sid, it, do you want to do that? That'll be an 18. That just meets the DC as Sid, Woo! especially now that the alarm is wrong, you just rip through your lines. And as you're running up to the ship, you kind of turn as your hammer is tossed to you by Varus and you run up onto the ship and it ignites in this gold energy that you just slam into the deck and it shoots through the ship and it oh, Oliver, does it. Oliver does something. Oof. Uh, I'm in a, in a, I'm in uh oh though. I cast con I cast I cast some construct which is a concentration spell, so it would drop Oliver's invisibility. You cleave off one of these chains. You have an in so round success. You have a incapacitated incapacitated group of riflemen that will come to and not fire on you this round. You still have one chain and a bay door that's only like partially open. With the alarm sounding, the riflemen will not fire, but more enlisted are arriving at the location. Motherfucker. New round. What do people want to do? Um, there. So there's just one door. There is. A big ass that, bay door that a golem of like engine parts and tools is wrenching open right now. Um, but there's one entrance. There's one entrance. And is there? Okay, I have something I'm gonna hold until we get to a point where if it's close between failures and successes. So just let me know. Actually, no, I'm gonna do it right at the bit. Um, Varus is going to tear his shirt a little bit, so just slash his shirt a little bit. Hot, hot. Cut his cheek a little bit, um, and then like muss his hair, and none of the soldiers have made it through the door, right? They're like coming down the hallway that we can see. The group of riflemen that are starting to come to from Kura's illusion are in the bay, ready readying their rifles, but they will not attack this round. But more are arriving behind them in the ha in the hallway. In the hallway, They're forming ranks. They yeah, they're ranking up. 
was gonna actually take back what I was gonna do. And at this point, he's so uh, hot. What party is this? This is fake Isles party. I'm doing some music stuff, but what do you guys want to do? Um, preemptively, Sydney is ready in action to uh, cast Conjure Barrage with whatever artillery is on the ship at the open at the door when it opens. You're readying Conjure Barrage for when the bay door your golem's trying to open opens. Sorry, I meant <clears throat> that door is open. Oh, I what that has all the enlisted coming through. They're 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 filing in. Oh now yeah, okay. I'm, I'm casting Conjure Barrage at them. Sorry, I thought I thought. All right, give me the roll because you're about to love this. Um. Okay. So, uh, God, that, that's a spell. That's a spell attack, I believe. Spell right? attack, or it's a spell save DC on my end, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, do the roll, add your intelligence and the the spell slot level. Okay, that's seven plus three is ten plus my intelligence is fifteen, and I'll flash a genius at for a bitch twenty. As more riflemen are filing in, you see, and you're, like, Sydney's up on the deck, like, looking around, like, golem shit. Fuck. You run over to one of the newly installed howitzers on the ship. You run up and eye it up, and as you're kind of looking through this uh, wire sight... Behind the rifleman, you see the figure of Iron Bull. And as he steps into sight, that's when you load the charge. And you fire a howitzer into the dreadnought. And it explodes into a barrage. (laughs) You mow through these people. You accrue a success for your party. The one thing that stands amongst the bodies is Iron Bull. Are there still more Um, troops flooding in? Oh, sorry. The bay they door. just got mowed down, but there is a chain and a bay door that still needs opened. Um, I'm going to summon an aberration. And in a second. Alright, 10-4. I was just going to say that the construct still has a turn, so can it keep trying to open the door? Exactly. Give me a... What's your spell attack, spell attack modifier? 10. Yeah, go ahead and roll, roll a spell attack for your golem. 27. It tried to wrench it open, and it just says, fuck it, grabs it, shoves one door out. It just gets sucked out into the atmosphere. (laughs) It pushes the other one. Motherfucker. Oh, no, the door did, but as it pushes the second one, it gets sucked with it. But the door is open, but your golem is into the atmosphere. Um, I'm going to count that as a success. Yeah. Where's this chain located? You can get to it. Is it like... Fastened to the floor? Okay, I don't know. Okay, never mind. Ah, that wouldn't work anyway. It takes ten minutes to cast. Fuck. Um, alright. Um, I get to where it's anchored into the... Uh, the ship. You jump down off the deck. I cast I cast heat metal at fourth level to yeah. try to weaken the metal and 
maybe the ship pulling on it can break it. Okay. Wisdom check at the fourth level spell slot. Uh, 19. Sid, you're surprised as the chain melts, freeing the ship that now hangs a little lazily, like an inch or two off the ground. I was gonna fabricate and turn the big metal chain into like an anchor to drop on them, but fabricate takes 10 minutes, and I was like, fuck. Um, so yeah, I'm on the ground. I need to get back on the ship before it flies away. I guess I'll do that next turn. You can get back on the ship. Okay, I get back Well, on the ship. no. Okay, nope. No, you don't. <laughs> Anyone else's turn as Sid's still on the, uh, the bay of the floor? Um, we're gonna wait for Ollie. I'm gonna use my daily level one entangle on Urn Bull. Alright, yeah, uh, spell attack. Or not spell attack, um... Yeah, add what level are you casting it at? It's a level one. Okay. Uh, charisma check. Uh, yeah, I gave you that as a warlock spell. So charisma check. Add the level one spell slot. Uh, sixteen, seventeen. That will fail as somehow, Next. somehow out. Of, that's two failures, right? I should yeah. have just. That's my mouse. Um. He frees himself. At this point, what's his tits? I have to change the music for what's about to happen. He's going to kill Ollie. 8.30? Yeah, we got time. We got so much time. We're probably going to 10, 10-ish. If people are available. Dude, dude that's Just Sean Connery shows up the window then. I got, I got there first. I got there first. Shut up, John. <laughs> I learned that joke from you. <laughs> As I heard you saying it, I was just like, nope, this is, uh, the baby bird flies in the net. I didn't want to say anything. I am really sorry. The song that I want this to open with is not in the playlist, so bear with me. My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. I'm going to roll for all of you just so things keep going. He rolled really well that round. Fuck yeah, Ollie. Well, he, he gets to roll uber stealth with advantage. Well, actually, I feel like haste is probably right. He rolled, he rolled two 16s, so it doesn't matter. Save this to that playlist. Give me, give me Guys, YouTube is really easy. I guess if it matters, heat metal requires concentration, so Ali no longer has protection from energy. Okay. Uh, does that matter? I don't fucking know. I thought it would because, you know, shit's gonna explode. Alright, Kura, you... Kura, you attempt to transmute the metal of the deck of this ship. Do I? You okay. attempted to, and you just see silvery tendrils of steel just wrap around the iron bowl. Um, he does push through them as he begins advancing towards the ship. At this point, Silas Stormhall is going to approach the edge of the deck, and he already used that spell slot. So, he's gonna... You see him accruing necrotic energy around him that crackles like black lightning, and he's gonna cast Blight at a much higher level on this boy. 
on natural 17, you guys have enough successes to pass this round. But now, the ship is free. The door is open. You're waiting on a hasted Ollie to get back to the ship. What do you want to do this round? Ted's getting back on the fucking shit. <laughs> um, you know, you nothing special can I do in athletics to get... Yeah. yeah. I think I actually have a really good athletics. Yeah. You guys can just see like half of Iron Bull's form oh. is rotting away. You see the no seventeen. It, it looks like Sid. Um, mind you, the engine of this vessel is still unoccupied, and Sid holding the the uh, planar pearl or whatever the hell I called them. He jumps, grabs the edge of the deck, and his fingers slip as he falls to the ground. Ferris, uh, I will. Ooh, Ferris. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, as an action, cast vortex warp on, um, on Sid. All right. Um, spell check. Okay. Oh my god. Um, is that split my spell attack bonus? That is a intelligence check plus the slot level. Uh, okay, two makes that plus fifteen. So that's fifteen plus another five from Flash of Genius. My last Flash of Genius. Twenty success. Uh, so you don't need to use so, it. So you okay. see, Sid. Sid misses the. You don't need your Flash of Genius. Okay. He, as he's as he's missing, and he starts to slip and fall. You just see Sidney throw this little pad out, and he like slaps at it with his fingers and he warps from the edge of where he was trying to grab onto to the engine. Like he's literally right in front of it. Good to know, with good to know. That's that's a success and a failure. I knew I could do it. Iron Bull's advancing. Ollie's not here. I knew I could do it. Ollie North. I like playing Sid. Mm. He can just be cocky and not ashamed. And also swear at everyone. I'm gonna, uh, I don't know, cast Elder's Blast up. Yeah, just a spell attack. Blast him. Anyways, I start blasting. First one's a 14. Second one is a 22. Okay, third one. Maybe fourth right. one. I don't know how many fucking blasts you get at level 14. Oh, yeah. Um, third one is a natural 19, so 29. Who beats one? You, Kura, just like, for narrative, just like levitates into the air and just starts just launching these bolts, impeding him a little bit. He kind of steps. Two successes, one failure. At this point, Silas wants to be free. On a natural 16, he launches another lightning bolt. Three successes, one failure. On a natural 12, you see a small form zip into the bay, only to be clutched at the scruff of the neck by Iron Bull as he just holds Oliver up into the air. He says... 
You're the one who's been stealing from our stores, are you? As like Oliver to... Cruz's first failure. Two failures, would... three successes. I would like to Misty Step the Iron Bolt, place my hand on Oliver, and then Dimension Door back to the ship. You can't do two spells in one round. Oh, fuck, they're both level spells. Damn it. But you you can get I, to them. I thought I was going to say, can I just run there? You can run to them and give give me Dimension Door as a spell. Yeah, I'm going to run there under the guise of attacking uh, Iron Bull. So just like taunting him the whole way. Um, mm -hmm. Like sword raised. Um, just like, you know... And, you know, talking about how Envy is dead because of me, you're you're not even as good as Envy, like, you're, you're just pride, you know, you gotta yada yada, just like taunting as I charge in, and then as I go to I'm wrath, <laughs> but... Oh, that's right, dang it, who's No, it's okay, give, give me the Dimension Door Charisma check. Pride was the one with, um, the Pride was in Silas, now in Merlot. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, then, so just going to swing after all the taunting and then just touch my hand to, um, charisma check was 17. Naturally? No, uh, 14, my charisma is 3. 17 plus the spell slot level. Oh. I, I believe uh, you succeed. 21. As you, you run in, grab Oliver, and just, you're on the ship. Um, you did so no great, bud. That was awesome. Uh, um, Sydney, you know that you sent Sid to the engine at this point. I don't know if you have another move this round. I can't remember. That was my action, so. Okay. Anything else this round, folks? I already did nothing. You have enough I, successes. Yeah. There is a massive co concussive explosion that racks the ship. And there's, even though your ship's floating a little bit, as the dreadnought pivots downward, there's a grinding of steel as the newly modified dreadnought drags across the bay. You're all on the ship, and the ship is now in free fall falling towards the earth. You can see the dreadnought, dark smoke billowing outward above you. You see a wall of clouds rushing towards you. In this round of combat, what does the party want to do? Or this round of this challenge, what does this party want to do to right the sloop, modify the engine, what have you? So, the for Kinnick, for the vortex warp to work, I have to warp Sid to a point that I can see within range. Was the engine not something I could see from where I was in the ship? You warp him into the stairwell heading to the engine. You both could get to the engine this round with your movement. Alright, so with the with my movement, I start sprinting towards the the engine. But then since he has the ember in his hand, along the way I'm going to cast haste on him. Um, give me that spell check. Um, Sid, that haste is going to help you. Uh, it's going to be 16 plus the spell slot is 19. Success. Sid, you're now hasted with the Pearl of Ember. The Pearl of, the pearl of 
Bullshit. Close enough. The Pearl of Bullshit. My favorite magical item. I'm hasted with it. Wait, what? You're hasted and you're heading to the engine with the the Pearl. Oh, okay. That's what I'm using to power it, I guess. I mean, do I have to do anything uh, aside from that? <laughs> you have an airship that's going to crash into the planet if it doesn't get powered by the thing you're holding. So, yeah, no. Uh, I, the answer is no, I don't have anything else to do, and that's exactly what I do, because I'm fucking bucking it. I give a little two-finger salute to Sydney if she's around, and I fucking take off. With haste, it makes it easier. Give me... Give me a wisdom-based arcana check, and add three on top of it. That'd be 14, then. This, you, you effectively throw the pearl into the engine, and it just stays, like, sedentary, and you're just like, shit, this, this isn't a mechanical thing, this is magic, this isn't what I know, um, you accrue a failure. What are peeps doing? Alright. As the Dreadnoughts has fallen, I'm just going to keep looking at Iron Bull as he gets further away and just shoot him more. Motherfucker, you are on a ship free-falling out of the Dreadnought. You are in the atmosphere heading to the wall of clouds below you. Oh, I thought the Dreadnought was falling below us and we were stationary. You're you're below the Dreadnought, which is like slowly following. It's Hindenburg shit, but you're faster. That changes things. I wanted to just keep shooting him. I got nothing else. Um, took away my dream. You see some guns training their sights on the sloop. As you're kind of clutching the railing of this, you could throw some blast at those guns. Uh, so three attack. Right. First one's a twenty-eight. Right. Twenty. One's a twenty. Right. One's a twenty-two. Another success. Um, at this point, Silas struggling against the pressure of the entire ship falling through the sky pushes himself into the engine and as he sidles up next to you Sid uh, you see him reach out with innate elven magic with a pearl on a natural 19 he just like puts his hand he does he like goes to put reach out to your shoulder how do you respond, Sid? Chris. If you don't right, say anything, he puts his hand on his shoulder. He just says, you were close. Yeah. Um, the pearl yeah. It ignites into the engine. And can everyone give me strength? Sydney and Sid and Silas are below deck. Oliver is, Oliver is on the deck. Hurrah, Varus and Oliver, can I have strength saving throws as the engine just erupts and the ship shoots off in a new direction. I believe I can give Aura of Protection to everyone. Um, you can give it to Kurah and Oliver in this instance. They're the only ones suffering. Jeez. What does that do? Uh, you add your cr my charisma modifier, which is three. Um, I got a nine. I got a seven. I got a twenty-seven. Okay. 
at this point, and I think the answer is probably obvious to Varys, who would you like to help as Hurrah <laughs> and Oliver fly towards you, heading to leave the ship into the atmosphere? John, let me die. Hurrah and Oliver. Gotta pick Ollie, buddy. I know, I do. Yes, it makes sense. What I'm gonna say is, this is the last round. This is a decision you have to make. Both of them, so... Basically, you, you, like, slip your arm under a railing, and they're both falling towards you, like, Titanic-style. You only have one free arm. And I have to grasp one. Um... This shouldn't be hard, buddy. I know, but I want to save everybody. And I think you already used an action this turn. Did you? No, I just did aura protection. Um... Let me look at my shit! Talents have so much stuff. Um, yeah, goddammit. What I will tell you... If you can find something that narratively makes sense... Actually... I have one, but it's so flimsy. I... I... Whisper me your idea, I have something that might be cool. Okay. Mine is so flimsy. I can think of but, one ability off the top of my head that will work and can save two people at once. Can I counter with something? Have you guys Have ever you watched Titanic? This? You already bla- you blasted this round. No, I know. The scene in Titanic where the guy falls off the ship and hits the repeller on the way down and just fucking spins out. I want to do that. Okay. I have two ideas. Actually, for the sake um, of time, for the sake no, of time, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got it. So go ahead, go. you go. No. Ahead. Okay, I'll I go. would um, like. Damn it! <laughs> Give me a charisma check and add your proficiency bonus to it. Charisma check is a twenty-one. Okay. Before the ship, well, as the ship ignites and blasts off at almost I won't I don't want to say supersonic and be dramatic. You're like fastening yourself and you see you see two people falling at you. And as you're like trying to decide what to do, you slam your blade into the deck of the ship and your wings erupt on both That's sides. What I'm of do. You. Okay. Yep. And they are caught and okay. You guys are out of here, and as much as I wanted to delete Kura's token, everyone Damn lives. It. I was gonna do, yeah, Radiant Soul is what I was gonna do, and try and just put them out of the cushion for them to try and land on. But John, look at the gif I posted. I wanted to do that. Trust me, okay, canonically, <laughs> Varus is not the biggest fan of Carrot, so he wouldn't have helped. But also, You're they, helped, good boy, they helped him get away. Yeah, I'm all about yeah. I hate every I hate only one thing. I like everybody else. So the Irish. Irish, that was true. Um <laughs> But no, I don't think you're so. right. for the sake of expediency. 
You guys are blasting off to the east. You see below you a landscape uh, punctuated by snow-capped mountains and sharp ravines. An unsteady calm kind of falls on over the crew. You kind of... The dreadnought fades in the distance. A massive serpent billowing black smoke descending below the cloud line. You all take up your respective positions. And Varys, you, in a moment of respite, you walk through the ship following paths that you walked once almost in another lifetime ago. As you walk past the door to Gardor's triage clinic, you hear noises on the other side of that door. Is it... Am I... Are there any obvious signs that this place has been... Varys is aware that he's been dead for more than a little while. It's been heavily modified. It heavily modified. Um, much of the interior used to be wood. That wood is almost concealed behind various pipes and valves. But this door looks the same. I think, yeah, as he's making his way to the door, he just, I think, getting. At first, it's not, it's nostalgia. It's like, ah, oh, I remember both the other. I bought the other plate chest there. I remember, you know, Gardor fixed me up, and I was bloody over. And then he gets anger and anger as he makes his way, and you realize they've fucked with this ship. This like beautiful thing that he and his friends lived on. Um, and so he makes his way to this door that is. Something is still there. Um, and so in his mind, it's probably whatever messed with his, with their ship. His friend's ship. Um, so he's just going to draw his blade and try and slowly creak open the door. And with that, our letter Kenny party progresses through the final gate of Genesis and beholds the city of Kravenosh, the focus of your journey here into the Underdark. You find yourself seeing a Byzantine city projecting through several spires from the mantle of the crust of Gaia or from the crust of Gaia extending towards the mantle below. There is a diamond platform in front of the four of you. And if you need a second for that whiplash to get your Letterkenny people up, we're back. Find my show next. I found it. That's all right. Uh, we need to... Oh, I didn't use it. <laughs> I feel like shit when Linus put the wrong gym in the wrong door. 
I didn't see you trying to do anything. No, I was suggesting that you put that one in there. I'm also taking the blame. Good. We don't have to be mean to each other. In fact, we can even be nice. So, you might be some of the only Shut mortals to ever lay eyes on the fabled city of Kravenash. What do you it's all think? Cool. Um, are we able to see? Are there canals here? You're pretty much on, you're on like a cliffside, and you can see the city. You see multiple spires of it jutting out in the distance through a thick subterranean mist that seems to be created as just um, waterfalls of Crevolium fall from these different spires in the distance and hit the lava below. They make this very obscurative, almost magical mist. Directly in front of you is a platform constructed of solid diamond in which there's a pedestal affixed to the center. I don't like this. Other than the health, we have all of our spell slots, no? Yeah, for, honestly, for the sake of expediency, when the final gate opened, energy was released that's been held for generations, and you guys get your video game level up. Oh, woo! It kills us and that makes us more good, better. When the sapphire was put into the the um the mosaic of uh, Hecate receiving the knowledge of arcane magic from uh, Pluto, it exploded and gave you guys all your video game level up. Thanks, Jesus. Guys, I feel like I'm on something. Crack cocaine. Fucking out. I, I go over and I check out the pedestal. Does it have any inscriptions? Or... It's not inscriptions, it's indentations. It's an there are several... There are several, like, indents where you can see that it's been attacked, it's been ravaged. There's a very large one in the center, but one of the indents contains a cracked, flickering diamond. Where others may have been, only one remains. If it's an elevator, we have pretty good luck with elevators. <laughs> um, Callisto, give me an Arcana check. Um, that is bitch twenty. You. You reach out and your purple twilight energy permeates this diamond and it glows whole again, you've activated a teleportation dais. Does that work the same as a teleportation, sir? To one specific location that... You notice there are inscriptions above all the di all the indentations that once held gems. Do you speak primordial? Uh... Does anyone looking at this dais speak primordial? I speak celestial. I picked some dumb. Nope. I speak one, two, three, four, five, six languages. Uh, there, there's a flickering diamond that's been made hold on this teleportation dais. There looks to what might be an entrance to the south, um, blocked by numerous debris and bullshit. 
Do any of you nerds want to read about Kravanath in this place? As I go around, I'm just skimming the books. Are any of them in Celestial or Common or Sylvan? Or is it all just... On the surface level, the tomes that have survived, as you're like picking one up, it like falls apart in your hands, but you can see that the the rich vellum is covered in primordial. But you're over on that bookshelf, and you give me a perception check. I will perceive things if you want. That is natural 11. Plus... Is that purple circle supposed to be where we're at? Because uh... That's debris blocking oh. the exit. Okay. That's debris. Um, you're also on an I... Um, I'll get that in a second. You're on an identical diamond dais. Um, this one has no gems in it. Um, what was it? 16? 16. That is actually just enough. You find a volume uncharacteristically preserved in the space on that bookshelf. What is everyone else doing? Nerds. Is everything we see on the map uh, canon? Yeah. The big purple thing is just a pile of bullshit that's blocking the exit. Oh. Okay. Gotcha. No, there's nothing. Anyway. Um, let's examine the big suit of armor on the right. Love it. Uh, you see that... While this suit of armor, all of it is rusted metal that's barely clinging on, in the hand of it, you see a very strange blade. It is a blade that seems to be fashioned from bone. It looks thin, like it would be considered a rapier, but it's very... Oh shit, no, I changed that image. I'm sorry. You find a very ancient blade that has not rusted in the same way the suit of armor has. <laughs> as if preserved by magic. Alright, I'll let someone else go at this point. Aether is just going to turn to the rest of the members of the party and whatever we do, we probably want to do it without being detected. So... I think stealth is of great importance, and he's going to cast pass that trace on everyone. Okay. Because we don't know where the fuck we are, who the fuck is here, and what the fuck is going on. So, I will definitely tell you that might help for some reasons, but with your passive perception... This is an ancient library of the Primordials. The, what is known about the Primordials, it is, it is an ancient civilization that was very technologically advanced that was lost in the war with the Titans and the Elemental Jinn. Something is out of place here. Mounted on this wall is a branch of living wood. In this millennia-old civilization, there's a branch of living wood? Like a quarterstaff affixed to the wall that seems to still possess life. The ends of it but are in the process of budding. You see some leaves. Um, Gaffer's going to slowly make his way over. And first, the staff you say, just poking out of the wood? 
It's like they, a fastened to a plaque. Would Dayfair know? He's a relatively experienced druid. Would he know about the property the living would? You're a druid. You just found a branch that's somehow possessing life fastened to the wall. Yeah. And I think he's just going to go and as neatly as he can, like doing as little damage to the branch as he can, try and pop it out of the wall. Maybe even like carving it out of the plank of wood. So that, like whatever connective tissue is there is still preserved. You're more or less lift, lifting it off of mounts, but as you grab it, can you give me... Oh yeah, brother. You guys watch as Dayfair advances on this plaque and grabs this branch, and as he does, vines just envelop him and thorns of an uncharacteristic nature begin to grow and puncture his skin. He wrenches it, he wrenches it off the wall and frees himself from these from these thorns, but oh my god, I don't have my DM screen in front of me. You are gonna take some damage on a save. Dayfair cannot catch a break from traps. That's um, okay. All the all the the best fruit come with thorns. Are those raccoons over there? To find more raccoons. He's literally got his hand sucked into a thorn trap and is now panicked looking around for raccoons. You're gonna take twenty-seven piercing, but you free the quarter staff and yourself. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you're like trying to brush the thorns off of himself and then picking out the ones that remain in him. That uh <laughs> that went exactly how I thought it would. Cool. Dick. Um Linus, anything of interest to you before we proceed? Linus is just slowly stalking the bookcases, just kind of of listening to what's going on around him, but then also just taking this all in. Best I can Command do is a four. Give me a dexterity saving throw on something you can see. Well. Raccoons, they're back. Here they come. Uh, it's gonna be an eleven. You trip over a box that seems uncharacteristically preserved in this space. God, this is an uncharacteristically preserved box. Oh! Might get to combat tonight. <laughs> or next session is mostly combat with some Willow trial. Uh, as I am picking myself off the floor, dusting myself off, I turn around and pick up this box. Is there anything underneath? There's nothing underneath, but you now have a small box that's like yay big. What's her tits? Callisto, you d your magically preserved book contain Celestial. Yep. Celestial, I will break it open and start skimming while they are going through shenanigans. You're effectively reading the Iliad, oh. but no one has ever read this before. I like it. it it's like another it's like another act of the Iliad that we would have never found because it's been in this library since this civilization fell. I sit down for a second. I'm enthralled. I'm reading it. Um, Corvos, you don't really find anything interesting. Kind of meandering to these different uh, suits of armor. Then you might find yourself back in the center of the library. I mean, the unrusted blade is still interesting. I don't give a fuck. I, I take the blade. Alright, can you give me a dexterity saving throw? 
That'll be a hot ten. As you wrench this from the suit of armor, there's an explosion of force energy. I only have D4s, bear with me. You're gonna take twenty you're you're gonna take twenty-two points of force damage, but you're able to wrench this from the suit of armor as it explodes. Just dust, rust colored dust just begins to settle. That's fun. Uh 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. Um 20. We're, we're pretty free form now. I don't I don't need to like Alright, what's the debris pile? I just go over there, just examine our obviously only way of exit. The other short king, Linus, joins you. I have a box. Short kings. I found this box. What's in the box? What's in the fucking box? Uh, return the box. <laughs> it seems to be sealed with magic as you try to wrench it open. It's pretty much the opposite of orbs. What about now? Oh shit. Oh shit. Cast spell magic on the I box. Cannot, I canonically used to spell magic on the box. Um, can you give me a charisma check? Seventeen. Uh, just a charisma check. Yeah, seventeen. On a seventeen, your blue, your blue magic permeates it, and the abjuration magic shatters, and it's now accessible. Flip that open, short king. I TikTok open the box. You find inside, and most interestingly to you, Corvos, is the head of a rusted trident that almost mirrors your own trident. The head of your own trident in um, triton design, a design that has not faded in the eons that have passed. But in but a fixed in the center of where the three forks extend from is an opal. An opal. An opal that just permeates magical energy. It smells like as the box is opened, you smell the sea. You smell brine. You smell. It smells like home. Out of rusted trident with opal. Smells like home. Fuck it. Uh, did I get the dagger, by the way, from the uh, when I got fucking bludgeoned? You got the sword. Okay, cool. Oh, I thought it was the dagger. Okay. Uh, from stupid fucking statue. For the sake of time, or is everyone good for ten thirty? Probably. Sure. Maybe. Oh, Noah falls asleep. Snow falling, falling asleep. I'm almost through my uh, six pack, and we haven't gotten that. to combat. Um, yeah, I take the trident head. Just take it out and, of the box. Uh, yeah, take it, and uh, What's in the I don't know. Box? Pondering why it looks so similar to mine, maybe. Roll an investigation or a history or so you're saying he wants to know what um I think at this point 
you recognize that this opal could be fixed into your trident. But at this point, the long story short is the party has found the party has found four magic items. You found you found a magical sword, a magical staff, a magical book, and a magical gem. I don't know what they do. They're looking at my trident. Is there a? Uh, is there... <laughs> yeah, the the design of the weapon has not changed in your lifetime. There is an empty slot in your trident for this gem. I try to pluck the opal out of the rusted one. Yeah, you you can put it in. Uh, what I'll tell you is, it requires attunement to gain the benefits, or identify to understand the benefits. Do I have either of those? Well, one of them is taking an hour to attune to it. Do I have a partial... Eh, I guess I'd figure out if I attune to it, so, I don't know. Just, like, shove this in, I'm like, I just look at Linus, and I was like, well... I don't know what this does, but what's our next move? Do we do we wait here? Do we clear this debris? Are we safe in here? I don't sense any present threats. Callista, how are those books? Have you have you found anything out? You would not fucking believe this shit. <laughs> but is there so basically, box? there is this guy. And he was lost for like 20 years. And he was just out fucking mermaids. That's the Odyssey, but I'll... Fine, I, I tell him the history of the Trojan War. Interesting. Oh no, Jed froze. Linus, you do see... Just... You do see Corvos kind of like stowed in his belt this very ancient sword. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot I had this. All right. <laughs> um, There's this incredibly hot chicks that everybody was I have no use. I have no use for this. I found it on a statue over there. Um, we have a way of uh, finding out what it does. Take Maybe you can use it. Oh. Um, I take it from him. Linus, you see him, like, he kind of, like... Spins in its hand. Um, it's evidently a magical rapier, or at least a weapon light enough to be considered a rapier for the arbitrary mechanics of fifth edition. He spins it once in his hand. I also think Todd froze. Whips it through uh, the air. Uh oh. Oh yeah, he definitely me? did. Todd definitely froze. But basically, what what you face is you're in an ancient library. You all have artifacts lost to time. Yeet. There is a teleportation debris in front of the doorway. Alright, short king swap ancient treasures. Linus, and, you uh, now possess a magical rapier. Yeah, I was not not really sure exactly what it is. I was doing visual flavor and I take I guess out. I froze. I, I, I ask everyone, I'm like, I need to figure out what this does. And Let's just I, sit uh, in this library for an hour. Uh, oh shit! The one um, chair guys, over here. L. Guys, L is with you. Yep. She got on the diamond. Um, the changeling bard does pipe up and say, "Maybe, maybe I can help." 
Oh, get over here. I have to reintroduce this. Well, sheet. I go and take a seat over at this one remaining, or I guess there's another one. There's a couple of chairs in here. All right, well, fuck it. I take a seat at this chair. Put you my guys. <laughs> on the table, and I'm just like, I just wave her over as soon as she says that. Um, she will, if you guys let her, take a minute to dump all of her fourth level spell slots to identify these four objects. Dump them, babe. I'll let that happen. Callisto, you are wielding a book of exalted deeds. There is this twink Achilles, and he killed so many dudes. Hi, buddy. The opal is identified as a tear of Neptune. And the very ancient blade is revealed as... Excalibur. A luck blade. Let's go. Possessing exactly one charge of wish. Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck. Wish that the Earth Rift was closed. <laughs> wish for the syndicalist. <laughs> we don't know about that. But definitely we do. Yes, we do. But these uh, are the artifacts that are revealed to you. Wish that the seven deadly sins were all dead and scrubs um, from the earth. Does the party yeah. like have a an oh fuck moment when they find that the sword is charged with a wish spell? I wish I was a kid again. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we'd known this earlier. <laughs> with the understanding that you can only access the wish. Once you're attuned, or someone is attuned to the blade. I wish Frank was still alive. Yeah, I wrote him out of the plot. He he did Frank. not get on the dais. He went back to the oh. main entrance to the city like a, a good thrall would. I wish we were at pussies. You can word of recall there at any point <laughs> you want. You just gotta make your way back. <laughs> Who would have thought um, pussies would be in the fucking Underdark? I'm attuning to this book and just telling stories about hot twinks. Are you attuned to three items right now? Am I? I thought I was I'm asking you. I'm not, but I'll check. Uh, I don't know if I'm attuned to three items or not. I assumed your trident doesn't take attunement, but if it does, the tier takes an additional attunement. But I'm if you right. if you it's if you didn't command yeah if you didn't read it basically it'll turn your trident of fish command into a holy avenger of fish command yeah it requires attunement so you tell me I gotta pick I'm saying if you have the free slots you can have both I'm good okay well so you're good Callista I know I'm good because you. You have you have the ring and you have the uh, holy symbol, don't you? Yeah. Okay. You begin the hour process of attuning. Was my living net? Was that an attuned item? No. Yes. Okay. Some parts of this book are there. Then I should be fine. That is crime penetration. Yeah, I'm fine. Hold on. Yeah. No, Todd, did you, did you do this to yourself? I think you did it to yourself. Oh, I did it to myself, didn't I? 
F. Alright. Um, I'll have to unattune from either the Sword of Wounding or the Frostbrand. Which, you know, will be the Sword of Wounding. All swords are Swords of Wounding, am I right? Am I right? And then, are you also taking the time, Daper, for the staff? Yeah, I have attunement slots to spare. Name yeah. dog. So, attunement is dropped on the Sword of Wounding. You guys begin the hour process of attuning to your artifacts. Fifteen minutes pass by. Thirty minutes pass by, and you hear within three of your minds, Callisto avoids this. Yeah. We did not think you would make it this far. Um, head voice. You don't. Ah. You don't hear the head. I hear the head voice all, all the time. Right. So I thought it was thoughts. Is that it? I told someone about it, and they said no. That's not what. Go find some more raccoons. That. That sounds like a nightmare. So no. But I will keep attuning. Um, does this attunement count as a short rest? You got a video game level up. We're not missing anything. Yeah, okay. you're not missing anything. I'll say it. You guys are at the table. I think canonically Callisto would have just dropped down with her back to the bookshelf and she'd be over here. Yeah. But you all have made it much farther than I would have thought you would. We would have thought you would. And that really will not do. And can three of you in this space give me You gotta be shitting me, I deleted that one. Um, give me intelligence saving throws and everyone can roll for initiative. Oh. As your attunement is interrupted. Did that have to be any of the three? It's you three. As uh, the figure okay. of Gadrail <laughs> appears. That's 17. 11. Uh, Calissa, you're fine. As the figure of Gadrail appears. And I will throw an initiative tracker up here. No, I'm at 11 for initiative. Sorry. Okay. Oh, I thought you didn't tell him, Chuck. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah, it, yeah, it's both for you, John. My... Well, my initiative bonus is four. My intelligence is zero. That initiative is not right. Just use it to get the token. Do you, do you just want the intelligence check for me? I need both from the three people in here. 
my time. And you're hit with a wave of psychic energy. <laughs> Two. Minor. <laughs> Intelligence save? Yep. I got 13. Dos. Mind flare. Oh, shit. You said our uh, attunement was interrupted, so uh, I don't get these cool things. Right? You don't you don't get any cool things, but you didn't give up an attunement slot before the start of this process. You slick bastard. I got a fucking shit initiative. We got got. Jed got us. I did get you. We did. Uh, got. I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and say like I didn't coerce you a little, but yeah, but that's not part of the fun. Uh, I did roll a natural 19 on Jen your boy's initiative. Sex. No. I don't do that. <laughs> Alright, what were, what were the intelligence saves? Add plus one chat. for your saves. Uh, okay. Actually, only Linus. Okay. <laughs> I still get up. Three. <laughs> if you roll less than a 15, you're going to take 22 Ouch. psychic damage. And you're stunned. Ouch. For the next round. Guess who's going to fucking die? This guy. <laughs> hey. hey. Um, sorry. Corvos, what is your true initiative? That's it. No, 12 is right. The one in chat is wrong. Okay. Uh, Callisto? What is it? Uh, 11? Dayfair? My true initiative is 17. Oh, true? 10. Yeah, because I rolled 13 plus 4. 17. Okay. Alright, who is stunned? Me outputs of your companions and you can see the figure of Gadrail. What's there it is. Here. On his turn he is going to advance. And he's gonna make an attack roll against you, Dayfair. On a natural sixteen, that might hit plus seven, so twenty-three to hit. There's something wrong with my AC at thing twenty nine, which cannot be true. I don't think it's true. That's real. He leans into you and just grabs you with his arms and his tentacles shoot forward, embracing you and tearing at your skin. That's, You're going to take well, 15 psychic damage and you are grappled. That would be we'll get to that soon. It wasn't 29, but it is. So. Dayfair, you are grappled against Gadrail. Why do I always? Why am I always grapple? <laughs> I would just like to remind you there are three other guys here. None of them get fucked by raccoons or by a fish. It's always day fair. Did anyone else lose Jed? Jed's gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just muted. You wake up in the DMV. I'm fucking stunned, so... Stunned in the DMV. Stunned? Yep, I got sent to the DMV. I get stunned in the DMV tonight? Yeah. I'm gonna piss real quick, but 
Alright, we can do a quick P-check. Uh, did you say your back hurt? Uh, it... Uh, no, no, I mean... Yeah, from carrying all our food, <laughs> fucking... I was mainly joking. Uh, it didn't actually... Um, it, I mean, it hurt from sitting cross-legged. From, from, the, from the weight of our roleplay? That was going Basically. Are you trying to get... What's the cat's name? Echo. Echo? You told me that. Oh, that's such a good name for a black cat. Fair. Yeah, I'm trying to get to come play. Dayfair, I believe it's your turn. You're grappled and within melee range oh, of Gadrill. Let me pull back up. I'm grappled. And what was the next part of that? You're grappled by Gadrill. Grappled by Gadrill. We're not fans of Gadrill. That's what I remember. All that means is your speed is. Reduced to zero. Sounds like a men's cologne. Gadriel. Um, what am I grappling by? A mind flare's tentacles, and you can see a cat, like a cavernous maw, heading towards your skull. Okay. Cool. I'm going to use one of my. With the Corvos on, well, Corvos on this round. Eh, we'll get to your turn in a sec. And since we got the video game reset, I'm just going to wild shape into a starry form. I'm going to take on Chalice form for the first one, and. That's my action, bonus action. Actually, no, I'll take on Dragon for the first one. That's that's my turn. I, I was gonna say, I think it's your bonus action to use your your wild your starry form. I think you still have an action. Oh, yeah, you're right. I, I was thinking I had to do wild shape first and then use bonus action to shift. Um, so if I still have action, I took a good amount of damage from the psychic blast. Oh, um, if I'm partially incorporeal, does that mean I can kind of have no. a distance to get a grappling? No. <laughs> it doesn't no? give okay. you magic movement. What do you want to do as an action? Uh, Corvos, you're on deck. That was really cool, though. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I don't know what I'm going to do, but... I'm just going to use Guiding Bolt and... Attack Gadrail. Alright, make your attack a disadvantage as he's in melee range with you. I got a 15 to 20. Um, uh, that's that's, nat, that's a nat 15 to nat 20. That'll hit. So that's a 26. The guiding Um, Corvos, make a constitution saving throw ahead of your turn. Alex. That's you have to do archer form. I think you did. You said chalice or dragon. <laughs> you never said archer. Nine. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I was gonna do that. Um, or, but I cheated on it. It doesn't matter. I'm cool. I won't get the bonus. It's no big deal. Not, not the end of the war. 
Alright, how much damage? Seven. Thirteen. Fourteen. And she now is marked, and the next person's gonna have advantage on deck. Okay. And that was my turn. So yep. at the Start end up. of your at the end of your No, sorry, this guy is not a legendary creature. Corvos. You are not able to shake your stun. You will be able to act again next turn. Eight. Bringing us to Callisto. Minus uh, on deck. I'm, I'm gonna stun. try. I don't want to ask that. That's not a game. I don't know. Um, I'm gonna cast Banishment. Give me a Charisma save. On a natural one, Gadrail will vanish for a minute. Oh, man. Tell me about that. Okay, I thought it was 24 hours. No, you're right, up to a minute. Um, so, Callisto just is still reading, and then just casually looks over and says, What's going on up there? Conjures some purple shit in her hands, flicks it at him, and he vanishes with a. A minute will pass before he returns. Uh, Linus, can you give me a constitution saving throw? Oops, that's cocked. Jesus. I think it's a 16. Yeah, you're right. On a 16, you... You compose yourself. The, the party can now prepare for the next minute. Alright, fellas. Um, Callisto, will he reappear in the same yeah. spot? Uh, should, yeah. Linus takes the minute to just walk over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, as he when, as he's walking over, he is just rolling his because he's got his he's got his jacked up jacket like bound up on his back, and he's just rolling his sleeves up ever so casually. Then he draws his blades and he readies his action to attack three times when Gadriel reappears. You're, you're gonna have advantage on the front of that. Anyone else? Anyone else preparing in this minute? Yes. I mean, I'm still stunned. Can I unstun? No, you're Can not. I... Oh. A whole ass minute, so ten rounds is yeah. passing before he returns. You guys can, you guys can go off. Hmm. I'm using concentration, but can I prepare something? I heal myself back to full with a bunch of lay on hands points. Preparing a spell breaks your concentration. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Alright, I'm just holding him. He's 42 of my 70 points to heal back to full. I walk over to Linus. Prepare an attack for when he comes back. It comes back. I don't fucking know what the hell this stupid you wanna is. You want to be here or here? Uh, or I, thought here. It, I thought it was here. Oh, or okay. Here. There you go. Um, I said like Salinas, so I'll be here. <laughs> Good move, Noah. Or here. Great move. That <laughs> was a fantastic look And I'm that's what I was saying. I was like, he's. Oh, let me check something. 
I was gonna say. Nah. <laughs> Mind flares do have advantage on saving throws against spells, but he rolled a natural one and a natural two. Okay. So, I guess it would technically be a minute from your casting. So, yeah. Ten rounds later, <laughs> he will reappear on your turn, Callisto. Um, if, if the people with prepared things want to act, uh, go ahead and start rolling attack. that. So, okay, hold on. I have a question, because Dayfair, you said that um, I would get advantage, but technically it would be Corvos, because Corvos is before me. Like, his turn is before me. Okay, whoever attacks first gets advantage. Corvos will attack first, then. Good catch. Take an inspiration, Linus, if you don't Love have that. it. Love that. That's that's how I am at Adventure League. If people catch things, I'm just like, yeah, take it. <laughs> what about banishments? You never give me inspiration. You did your job. <laughs> I know I didn't. Know. Noah, you have my respect. That's what you get. John, did you did you prepare anything for when this thing reappears? It was a move. Yes. On a scale of like one being this is a nothing burger to ten this being a boss, how big of a deal does Dave feel like this creature is? This is your current objective. Yeah. Subduing so this person. <clears throat> It's not it's not the war, but it is the battle. It is the battle. Okay. Um well, thing you have. Yeah. Um he's gonna take this You know druids always have like little jars and vials and containers of little like there's plants and there's little cool bugs and shit that they find. So he's gonna take this jar out of his bag with a little scorpion in it, uncork it, and let it scurry out towards where everyone is gathered. And as it does, it every step it takes, it's like one scale bigger, and by the time it arrives where everyone is, it is a giant scorpion, um, and it is prepared to attack um, Gadrail as soon as he reappears. Okay. <clears throat> I like to hear. That's it for me. Oh yeah. Um, he will reappear if the scorpion and the tanks want to make their attacks. Corvos, your first attack is at advantage. Sick. Oh, my bad. Not right here. Um, sick. I will tell you right off the bat, this guy's going to use his reaction to shield. Big guy, give a fuck. <laughs> that one. Oh wait, advantage. Still is 17. That will miss. Oh, next sucks. attack. I did a 16. Oh. oh, sorry. No, you, no, you, 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 it's going to go Corvo's minus to the. Well, actually, sorry. I get two um, attacks with my attack action. Yeah, just for did the you, sake of fucking around. It's Corvo's Linus Scorpion. Because it takes take the attack action as my, like, my reaction, right? Yeah. You get okay. your second attack. Does that get Did advantage? You take advantage no. On your first one? No, okay. No, Does he this... took the advantage. Chris, your question, no. No? Yeah. Well, I rolled another fucking that one, so. That'll, that's two <laughs> misses. Minus three attacks on your attack, prepared to attack action. You do not, you are not attuned to the sword of wounding. Oh. 
You dropped attunement on the sword of wounding to well, attune I mean, to the new sword. I can't. I can't. I can't, can't prepare a bonus action attack. Nope. Um, I know a twelve won't hit a uh, seventeen and an eighteen. Both will miss. Okay. It uh, just racks off of a psychic shield that it erected when it appeared back. <laughs> erected. Yep. Scorpion attacks. 16, 21, and 7. The 21 will hit. Okay. So and he has passed a DC 12 grapple check. These things are not very strong, but it is a 12 to meet and beat. Ah, oh, sadness. Okay, so it takes the D8 plus 12, plus 2, it takes 7 damage. Okay. I'm missing the one I wanted, which is the poison damage. <clears throat> I know. Um, it reappeared at the start of your turn, Callisto. How would you like to proceed? At least, uh, I thought it was the end of my turn. Um, Callisto is going to well, cast... Eh, I'm gonna rob you because you did just alter the oh. combat. At the end of your turn is when it reappeared. I shouldn't have said anything. You shouldn't have, Linus. Give me an inspiration. inspiration. Take an inspiration. <laughs> Linus. Kidding, but we'll make two it. Or sorry, three attacks. That's much better. Seventeen will miss, but I think a twenty-six and a twenty-five will hit. Those will both hit. Four. Uh, that's eight plus five. Five is ten. Eighteen damage plus the cold damage from the frost brand. Five cold damage. Twenty-three damage in total. Then he will attack with the sort of wounding. Um, does a twenty-two hit? Yeah. That's five. Oh, uh, sorry. Ten damage. So thirty-four in all. Yeah. Alright. He's not looking great. As he's now bloodied. Um, but then Linus will retreat back to over by Callisto and that's the end of his turn. And you have movement, so you're good. On Gadriel's turn, he will take a bonus action to Misty Step. And he levitates above this bookshelf, and as an action, he uses an innate ability. As you see him begin to flicker... What the hell did I just do? Control Z. It's back. Um, I'm gonna feel- I'm gonna get him back in rotation, but... He begins to flicker, and you see four copies of himself appear. Uh, and they start shuffling around like a guy doing the cup game. Yep. <laughs> and they will now they will now begin. They will all take their movement. Uh, that was his action, so none of the copies can dash. So five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Um, they are levitating five feet off the ground. I'm pretty sure you all can reach them. Uh, that's their turn. Bringing us to Corvos with Callisto on deck. This is not metal enough for this fight. Wait, what the fuck? Yep. I was muted. Um, so I said what the fuck twice. Double what the fuck. 
Uh, I don't have detect magic running, I guess. I bet you Gudro has something magical on them anyway. Uh, how about... Oh, that's that's a Gardor spell. I can't do that. Uh... Doop. I squeeze right in between these two. And make one attack on each of them. Uh, actually, I go here. And make one attack on each of them. First one is the one below me. Will an 18 hit? On an 18, you will discover this one is an illusion. On the above one, will uh, yeah, that that should hit with a 24. Uh, you'll discover that this one is an illusion, denoted by the purple dot. You guys just watched me stab these two things in my trident, just go straight through them. No blood. On the way. Um. A bonus action, anything. Blood for the blood god. I uh, guess I'm good for now. Right? Spells, bonus action, shield of faith. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or. Ooh. No. Yeah, shield of faith. I'll cast shield of faith. AC goes to 21, I think. Yeah. Alright, that's it. Callisto. You see your companion advance and slash through these two illusory forms. Excellent. Um, Callisto is going to... Uh, I should have put the point on this. Good guardians. A, a murder of crows shows up and starts pecking at this one up here. Uh, feel free to roll for damage for me. It looks like it already rolled for me, so I'll take that. Well, actually, no, I want to roll for yourself. Oh, roll for yourself. Linus on deck. Gadrail in the hole. Um, sorry, I have too many fucking tabs up. This is my fault. Slow down. Okay. Uh, I think my alcoholism has slowed it down, so no worries. You need to. Uh, it's gonna make a wisdom save. Yeah. Alright, cool. Uh, eight, five, thirteen. Um, nineteen. <clears throat> and as your murder of crows passes through the individuals near you, you will discover that no living creature seems to be affected by your spell. Oh my god, I need to read. <laughs> or, just realize you're fighting against illus illusions. Um, oh, okay, sorry. Anything I... else? Yeah, um, no, that's good. Uh, can I get a token for... Let me throw out... Um... Just throw a ring on you. Like a 15-foot. Bringing us to Linus. If, um... If I recognize this is an illusion in front of me, can I move through it? You can. 
Alright. Then I'm gonna move through it. I'm gonna move up to here using... Your mobile only works if you make an attack, correct? Correct. So I can take opportunity. <clears throat> using the Warcaster feat, this illusion is going to make a spell attack on you. Okay. It's a natural two, but you see something changes about this illusion. You pass through it, and you're, like, rushing forward, and you see, like, this red-skinned hand just enter your view, like, reaching over your shoulder. It crackles with necrotic energy. Uh, you dodge under it. But that felt real. Okay. Um, with my action... I uh, I reach out as red lightning starts to crackle in my hand. I'm going to throw my javelin of lightning at the one over here. An action. Okay. Um, so that'll be a 16 to hit. Hey, Todd, look at the man. Yeah. Oh, is this in the way? No. It will pass through another illusionary form. Oop. Darr. Okay. Um, well, then with my bonus action, I'll say, gotcha. And I'll attack with my sort of wounding. That's a 21 to hit for um, six damage. Okay. <clears throat> Gotcha. You sink the sword up into his chest. Blood just starts spilling out from the the tentacles around its maw. With this bonus action, <clears throat> Gadrail will use an innate ability. And you see all the forms begin to flicker. Oh no, he's removing the circles. Shit. <laughs> all the forms will begin to flicker. And then I see what I want to do. All the forms begin to flicker, and it becomes hard, hard to discern. Linus, maybe the thing in front of you isn't real. Um, a couple different moves are happening. But with an action, this one begins to crackle with red energy as <clears throat> it shoots a lightning bolt across this plane, and I need all three of these characters to make dexterity saving throws. Oh, yeah. Callisto add one. Uh, Linus, you can see this. Thank you. Curious. Um... 18. I think you're safe. Oh, no, Dayfair is safe, I'm sorry. 16. Natural 20! You all will save, but you're still taking some damage. Uh, you'll all take 25 lightning damage. Or those three will take 25 lightning damage as a spell is cast from this this figure at the end of the library. Callista, you take half of that. Thank you. My aura of warding gives us resistance to damage from spells. So half of 23 is what? 12? 
I love that for us. Dayfair with Corvos on deck, Callisto in the home. My aura came in handy. It's um, good. Though. I so I've taken no damage. The cat that okay. Uh, um, you you got you you took a tentacle attack from the real Gadrail at the start of the combat. Did I? I believe you that? took fifteen psychic. Okay, I did. And not then you and then you were grappled. I did not put that in there, so let me... And I need to roll Concentration, because I've had um, Pass Without a Trace up this whole time. That's what I was going to say. I'm if you... Pass Without a Trace is dropped for your Giant Scorpion. Oh, tittles. You're totally but right. Well, either you, way. you probably I, beat a 10. Yeah, I did. Oh, do I have okay. a Concentration check? Yes. 22. You, you have to beat a 10. I thought I had to be a six because I took half of the half. The minimum is ten. The minimum is ten on concentration check. I beat, I beat it. I'm good. Okay. Did uh, Shield all... of Faith, Corvos, I take it you beat a ten on concentration? Sorry, John. You're totally good. No, that's what I brought up. Um. Yes. <laughs> all right. Dayfair. This is our main guy. Am I aware of that now? <clears throat> so, Linus identified the main guy in front of him, but something has changed, and all the forms blurred. Out of game, the forms just randomized on a bonus action. Okay. That was going to be my question. Okay. You um, have line of sight on all these guys. They are a little... Yeah. They levitate five foot feet off the ground, and you can see them above all the bookshelves. Is anyone of my allies looking particularly bloody, crapped out? Everyone oh. look okay? At least it looks fantastic. My ass is looking a little chewed up. Looking a little chewed up? Well, then we'll wait on that for a bit. We're going to be archer form. That's a bonus action. I'm going to attack the guy right here. You will find that it's an illusion. Find it's an action. illusion. Okay, so that's my bonus. As an action, I found out it's illusion. No, no, no. I'm asking for your action now. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, as my action, I will guiding bolt this one here. I am short... I don't know what happened. I'm short a boy. One, two, three, um, four, five. Yeah, there's supposed to be five of them. There was five, there five, was five. of them. One of them... One, yeah, one, one, um, oh, one of them's right below Linus. I literally had the map just scrolled a little lower <laughs> oh, okay. and I missed them. I know, I missed that one too at first. Um, so I did... I, I guiding bolt to this one. Um, you expend the resource and find that it is also an illusion. Dang it. I almost did detect magic, but I... Okay. Yeah, that was not why I should detect magic. Alright, that's my turn. Um, I have the giant insect. Yep. Giant insect is going to attack this one over here. That's the one it's closest to. That we know is not the thing, so... It will discover it is an illusion. Golly. Okay, well, I took a half of them. 
I just want to point out, you guys, I, I've had this combat plan since you found the warehouse. This is really fun for me. I should have just detected magic. That would have been so easy. Alright, next turn. Um, Bring us to Corvos. Left. So, uh, Dayfair is going to force her in. She's just going to shout out to everyone else. Uh, everyone on the left, or sorry, Dayfair voice. Everyone on the left side is an illusion. Target the ones on the right. Yeah, we saw that Corvos, I mean, Dave, I almost called you Corvos because I thought you were useful. Oi! Hey! I just, you know, uh, I figured you weren't paying attention because you were too busy staring at your fake cards that don't tell you anything. Use Paladin! It is your turn. <laughs> there is a murder of crows just flicking around you in the space. I guess that puts me 10 feet out of range of... But, uh... You know? Whatever. Let's, uh... Attack. First is a 22 to hit. It will find... A creature. Roll for damage. That'll be 14... Pierce, magical piercing. He's not looking great. Oh, wait. Divine Smite. Improved Divine Smite. Um, what was that? An extra D8 of Radiant? An extra one Radiant. Um, I don't think I want to spend my spell slot right now. I guess... Well, level 2 spell slot. Oh. Fuck it. I'll level 2 spell slot. Divine Smite. Green denoting that you found the corpse. You found, you, you found the creature. Soon to be corpse. Uh, you That'll be an extra 19 and then another 19 radiant damage. He is... He is really not looking good. Oh, wait, I have my second attack, too. Ha! Uh, a bitch 20. Even if he shields, it'll hit. So, roll for damage. 12 magical piercing, plus 4 radiant. Corvos, do you kill the creature that you've been sent to save? Ooh. Or do you incapacitate him? Um... They were asked to say Either way, tell me tell me what it looks like. Give me fifteen seconds. Let's see. These things that I don't give a shit about. Ask me to save but, it. But I said yes. Might, they Eleven. said they might twelve. Thirteen. I I do um not non lethal damage. Tell me how you use your trident or your net to subdue this boy. This is a physical being, correct? This is the real one. I just shove my trident down, like, into its foot, like, pinning it into the ground. And... Making sure that extra bit of just radiant damage just, like, comes from it, just, like, 
making him fall to one knee while his foot is stuck in the ground in the wood with the trident in the other foot and I hold my hand out like I'm going to use cleansing touch um he is incapacitated he is not making death saving throws we can I kind of want to see what happens Callisto, you see this figure go limp in Corvos's arms, pinned by his weapon. Alright. I'm going to immediately... Oh, shit. We're still on draw. Did I? Uh, so we need to tie him up. Um, can I do a... Uh, can I... Do a... Um, give me a history check before what you're thinking of doing. Yeah. The thirteenth cloth. Actually, it'll be Arcana. Because this, this is okay, a magical, so... or this is like an extra planar creature. Fifteen. This thing doesn't need its hands or its voice to be dangerous. All right. Um, that's exactly what I was asking. How do we incapacitate its mind? It so it's effectively unconscious right now. Especially yeah. as you get closer, that's what you identify. It is unconscious, but it can still fuck us up with its brain. Um, no, no, no. What you what you determined was if you bind it and it wakes up, it's still dangerous. No, I know. Like when it wakes okay. up, it can still fuck us up with its brain. I'm trying to think of how to make it docile. To your knowledge, the devil controlling it or possessing it makes it dangerous. Ah, uh, all right. Um, we need to free it of the devil. Um. We're going to cast the spell good and evil. Alright, I think you have to get within range and hit it. I get within range. And I just give it a good smack with my with my mace. Alright, I think it's a spell attack. Make a melee spell make a melee spell attack to use the dismissal act. Yeah, they smell. 15 plus, I think, 9. So, 24. No, 25. Yeah. Alright, what is your spell save DC? 18. Your mace ignites in purple energy and you drive it into the abdomen of this pinned boy and you see, like, the silhouette of a red devilish figure just with the momentum of the blow you deliver. There's a screech within most of your minds. No, no, no! Um, you believe you have freed this creature of possession. Alright. Does anybody want to wake him up? Linus. Do you have any split-second decisions in this round? As you see this. He is free from possession. Linus looks really angry, but he sort of takes one of his blades, sticks it in the ground, the other he just kind of, like, lays on the floor as he just sits down against the bookcase here, just kind of, like, drumming his fingers on the floor. 
just angrily staring in the direction of what's going on. Um, he, you can gather that he wants, he wishes he could have had the last laugh, but he's gonna play nice. And day fair. So we've incapacitated this thing. No longer danger to us. I think in the in the name of overcautiousness, because of everything it's done, Dayfair is still gonna do detect magic on it. So he's just gonna kind of sprinkle Dardus above it and try and see if it has any hidden magical secrets on it. Um, you can get within range of them throughout throughout the haze of magical crows flitting back and forth. Uh, there is something like fist-sized permeating magic aura within its like robes. Um, as we return to Corvos's turn, you're out of combat. You now have the incapacitated Illithid in front of you. And I'm going to find music that makes sense. There's, um, <laughs> there's, there is something. And it's ropes, just so we all know. I don't know what it is, but, um, we know it's sneaky, so. It sounds like you want to reach inside its ropes. Yes, yes, I'm handsy. Ha 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 Anyway, to all people that aren't Callisto... There, it may be something hidden in its ropes. You're saying also, that out loud. Also, it's not nearly cute enough for me to pull that trick. Yeah, said all that. So, as my hand's outstretched, ready to cast Cleansing Touch, uh, I you send some hesitancy in Corvus, and he just says, He's, like, using what you just said as an excuse to, like, buy something. He's just like, do what you must before before I cleanse this. Uh, he is cleansed. Beast. Oh, he is. You oh, watch shit. Callisto run up and smack the devil out of him, more or less, with, it, with her <laughs> I mace. I didn't realize that's what happened. Fuck. It rolled right, a 16 against an 18 to remain right. in possession. Cool. Well, I... I don't know. Dayfair... It's okay. I just shove my hand in the robes and... I'm like, oh, what, what, what'd you say was in here? You find a... Corvos, you find a... Well-cut gem that seems like it's been crafted from... Starlight. And as you're holding it, you realize that it's like... This is Crevolium. These are the Tears of the Fade, like, compressed into a solid gem. Add that to my treasure. That is so much fucking Crevolium. That's a lot of Crevolium. Linus gets up and saunters over, stowing his blades. Um... I get a point of heal of Lay on Hands ready and just go like. I throw a fuck it, I don't know. I just kind of hold the Crevalium out. 
and offer, like, you know, just look everyone in the eye, see if anyone, like, raises their hand, like, oh, give it to me. I think it would be useful with me. I hand it over to Callisto. And then uh, I get that lay on hands ready and ask if we should... uh... Wake this fuck up? Yeah. Alright. Um, what's the lighting situation in here? Is it, like, dark-ish? It's, like, Damn. really sexy. I just wanted to know if I could walk the steps of the night, float above him, just really intimidating. So, I, I did discover you can only do that so many times. Five but times. Yes, you can. Five times. I've been keeping track. I, I'm glad you have... Do you have inspiration? Yes. Good. You might need it next session. But, yeah, I always thought you could just do that. Yeah. Fuck all. But, yeah, you you intimidate him by floating above him a little bit. Wakes this fuck up. Uh, yeah. I go from zero hit points to unconscious to, well, hopefully. I don't know. They might still be unconscious, but fuck it. I give him a point of lay on hands and heal him. You reach out, and some of that aqua, aqua marine divine energy passes into him. You see his eyes alight. Callisto, even though you have some protection from the psychic powers that mind flares possess, even your your internal matrix, whatever, yeah. You hear a scream as this creature invigorates, and the first thing it does is it plunges its nailed hand into its own skull. It drives in under the cheekbone, and it just begins ripping upward. Fuck. I need everyone to give me an, an intelligence check against the trauma this mind flare is subjecting itself to. Callisto, you have advantage with your ring. And plus one. Oh my god, an actual. Oh, this one. isn't a saving throw, never mind. It is a saving throw. Oh, okay. Then you get plus one. This is intelligence? Uh, no one this gets plus one because they decided to stay five feet out of my range. Thumbs up to Jolly. I got a seven. Who rolled higher than a 15? I did not. I got an 11. <laughs> I do quick math real quick. Uh, twelve actually, but wait, how the fuck do I have a plus if one you to roll... my saving wisdom? I don't know. Be- because you get the charisma bonus. Well, no. Uh, does it wait? Does it automatically add that to my saving throw? If you set up your character sheet, if you rolled less uh, than a fifteen, you're gonna think take thirty two psychic damage. Thanks. Uh, it's how is much? that? Is at 16 halved. Oh. 32 on a fail, less than 15. Is this a spell? Yes. Then it is halved for me. <laughs> and I guess Callisto passed. But you all take yeah. that damage as this thing literally cleaves half of its face off and part of its brain. Oh. <laughs> It, like, holds that meat in its hand and just throws it to the side. 
still it's still like conscious. Yeah, just fucking did mad. that. And it's, Jesus Christ! It, with Ooh. the knowledge of what the rest of its hive did, it just severed its connection to the elder brain. Mm. And that oh, shit. This is some Starcraft shit. Just blood is just dripping down half of its face that remains as it lies on the ground. If you're done being dramatic, your others are looking for you. They want to save you. There's no more demon in your soul. And, um, Callisto, do you accept the group chat invite? Yep. It just says... The devil is in the citadel, and it's like padding over its robes. The key is gone. I hold up the Carvalium. Key? It just it key. just points to the diamond dais. Mm. And you realize that the gem you hold probably fit perfectly in the larger indent in the center. Alright. <laughs> Can you Thank find your way to your you. Please, never mention it. It just drags itself um, up against the wall. The devil, my people, we dabble in the arcane, but the devil <laughs> gave me, and once again, there's like a garble of consonants as if this creature is trying to find the word. Define magic. And it, it heals itself for hit points as it uses cure wounds on itself, but it's the bleeding and it's in half of its face that remains cauterizes it just draws ragged breaths shit the devil uses divine it it was gifted divine magic by the devil that this creature can now use boys sounds like it's a quick hop leap to the the earth rift and the devil Prepare what you need to. Um, We're going in. Mechanically speaking, but narratively, Gadriel says, the thralls are the only ones you have to fear. Now, gluttony will not come and get... Gluttony will not leave his lair. Mechanically speaking, you guys have time to take a short rest and attune to your artifacts yeah. now. God damn right. But during that short rest, there is a quake. Kind of denoting, like, you don't have a long rest here. Incredibly powerful. I'm gonna go back to this very erotic book. Give Linus so many hit dice. Ooh, right back to full with three hit dice. Fuck yeah. And I'm attuned. Fuck yeah. Alright, um... We take short rest to attune. You take the time. You tend to your wounds. 
you attune to these ancient artifacts. Gadriel composes himself and he states, I hear those that remain calling to me. They are the only reason you are alive. Perhaps we can start anew elsewhere, but the being called gluttony prey upon its lust before knowledge. This word gluttony to you, I understand it means excess of the physical, but that one it desires more, but it makes it clear that it's intending to leave shortly. Is there anything you guys say to this being that you freed? So it gives us a tip about hunger being a weakness. It was inside your head for longer. Is there anything else you have? No, not on the 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 consonants and vowels gerbil in all of your heads as it comes up with the word fiend, as if it did not know of such creatures. I can do something with the fiend. I have a thing prepared. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyone else? Sorry, I wasn't talking out loud. I, I know. <laughs> yeah, Dayfair will walk up as it's getting ready to leave. <clears throat> that was truly disgusting. Very impressive. Um, Such are the sacrifices yes, some of us not, make. Not to minimize your sacrifices, um, would would you say you're the thing, the fiend, that you were in servitude to is more, I don't want to say stronger, because that's, that's almost like putting you down, is more powerful than you. I'm just, I'm just kind of, I'm looking for a challenge, you know? It overcame me, didn't it? Yeah, but still he's something into Trump. It directs its attention to the other two party members. That's a yes! Linus, too, to this point, has been taking his time resting and everything. Kind of slinks up and... As he's having this, like, sort of conversation with Dayfair, Linus asks... What knowledge was it hoping to find with you? This city existed before my people found it. The people that you call gerbil, gerbil of consonances, gerbils, gerbils, primordials, they were impressive and at no insult, they may have been more for more formidable than you for, but that was a city, a civilization that fell, and 
my hive took root in the ruins. There is look around as it gestures to the library. A library of a civilization long gone. The knowledge that your people has yet to know. That is what it sought here. What of you, holy warrior, shifting his attention to Corvos? Apex definitely thinks he's talking to him. Definitely thinks he's talking to him, but... Yeah. You... I just yes. whispered, not you, to Tafer. Yes, me. <laughs> yes. These primordials. Does one exist in the ocean? None of the prim primordials remain on this plane, to my knowledge. But one of their tools, the one... Well, the tools that your people call gerbils, titans, exist in the ocean to the west of here. So, yes. That's all I need. Confirmed. Chris's character is the chosen one again. But with that, his long, dirty fingernails scratches into existence a rune as he casts teleport and gone. You remain in an empty library. Some time passes as you kind of still arrives in the area. And then you hear thudding. Like the hands of a dozen humans beating on the doors to your south. And you remember, Gluttony only has himself and his thralls now. So is so his thralls. And Frank would betray Does it us. sound like they're making problems in the doors? Like, are they in actual danger of breaking in soon? Based on the amount of blows against the doors, well, with the knowledge that you have, and kind of just seeing the extent of Gluttony's power, maybe this group is just the first. Friends, are you capable of getting yourself out of here safely? He's gone. Oh shit, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> Good for him. I was going to say we should venture outside to check on... just to see the city of Kravenash, but... I we never got a chance to tell him we caught him again. Ah! There's a tremor through this space as dust falls from the ceiling of the library. Another right. quake. Everybody onto the, the diode to the pedestal. Sure. Get your shit ready. We've made it this far. What's one more? I don't know what... What uh, Jinx was thinking getting... Us four together, but it's worked out pretty well so far, and I'd like to live. For one, I agree with the little J Dutch boy. I think that this is a fantastic idea. We should go find my great challenge and lay it vanquish before my feet, and I should truly be worthy of my destiny. 
Did both of your stars are finally aligned? Dayfair, try to remember that we're fighting gluttony. I want you to become it yourself. No, if it was pride, that may be an option. But gluttony, I, I'm on a keto diet, so honestly, I'm pretty strict when it comes to my food. That is the most self-aware thing I've ever you. heard you say, Dayfair. What, what has this place done to you? Um, whatever hells have brought us here. Pounding at the doors. One more job to do. Excellent. Word agreement. Let's go. Get your killing pants on. I don't I don't wear pants. Someone owes me a new coat. I have a tactical skirt. We all get on the dial. You all attune to all your new goodies. Callisto places the solidified crevallium into the center of the dais. There's a flash of golden light as you are spirited deeper. You feel your consciousness flow from one spire, probably on the outskirts of the city, to the center citadel. You find yourself in a dark, circular room. The only clear exit is a stairwell that descends lower. There is an orange glow of light spreading upward from the stairwell. Uh, quick question. DM, what uh, type of damage am I resistant to? It says it's your choice. Oh, yeah, as part of what effect? As part of just the random properties. Um, necrotic. Okay. And then two major beneficial properties are those the three there. Wait, I thought I updated that. Um, I'll get back to you on that because I thought I updated that to very specific things. Not important right now. Most importantly that you probably care about is you have a 22 wisdom. Yeah, I do. Damn. But there is a stairwell in front of you descending downward into orange light. Gentlemen, gentle ladies. Shall we? Um, yeah. Did you make... What was that, Linus? It's about time we finish this. I'm so tired of being in a place where there's no hash and... prostitutes. You just send down a spiraling staircase, and you, you realize the orange glow is coming from... Not windows, but just gaps. Large, oval cuts into the deep stone that you're descending. Lower and lower, and as you peer through these gaps in the stone, you can see the mantle of Gaia's... The mantle of Gaia below you that you're heading towards. You see the spiraling orange permeated by black veins of the earth rift surrounding this spire that descends downward and eventually day fair you're the first to notice that you've seen this space before as you reach a landing you see um you guys can pop your tokens here on this gold circle to the south if we're on the right map and I just want to point out 
this map is kind of like the necromancer fight where it's very vegetative but it's more mechanically what you see here so you enter a, you enter into a space where these blue spirals are filled with crystal vats of blue liquid and you see various humanoid brains floating around you see oh, tendrils God. shoot out as they latch to the sides and they release the golden ones barring the one you're standing in are fill are crystal vats filled with flowing crevallium and in the center you see a smaller vat kind of like a dolphin exhibit at the aquarium where the top is open you see a huge brain is it in liquid it's like cresting the top of dark black liquid and as yeah. you uh, you descended you hear i guess you four have found us. Um, what real quick. Now? Just real quick. Um, I want to call lightning on the brain. I need everyone to roll an initiative. <laughs> and this is the most important initiative of this arc. We wanted to talk. Uh, Alliance is the deck spiders. Remember that. Oh, did we want to talk? Too late. Shut the hell up. <laughs> this reminds me of the one shot where, where the vampire started monologuing and Andrew just casts X. <laughs> um, I got a 21. I got a 15. I got a 22. Right. Feel free to update your, your, your boys there. I can't see mine because of roll 20, but... Alright, uh, give me 10 seconds. I need to make sure this guy gets into the initiative. And... Select here. Uh, Corvos, what is your true initiative? It's correct. I... 14. 14? Uh, Callisto. Oh, God. 15. 15. Guys, we're, we're in the future on the episode. Guys, if we just act so fucking stupid, like this Giga Brain will just be so baffled that it doesn't know what that's, to do. That's the plot of that Futurama episode, guys. Same. <laughs> Dayfair, what? I'm making a dexterity saving throw, right? Um, I think I posted it. Yes. Um. Yeah, each creature within five feet of the point makes a dex save. It'll up. it'll fail. I am gonna count that. Mm, not necessarily. Roll that damage, Linus. What are you doing as Dayfair just? Um, uh, Dayfair, give me a wisdom check. Oh, because you're casting a spell oh. that requires you to be outside. Sorry, I only know this because I've prepared Conjure Lightning for. Dairy. Um, well, I have advantage on wisdom checks because of Sentinel Shield, but I don't need it because there was a 20 on the first one. I think Sentinel's only for perception, but yeah, you can pull off the spell underground. You are strong enough. You are. To put it, 
Yeah. At level 14, you're bordering on being an archdruid as you summon clouds of storm miles below the ground. Um, it will fail the check. Or it'll fail the save. Uh, while you're rolling that damage, Linus, what are you up to? Linus, will, bonus, action, rage. And then, um, he will fly up to Metroid and he will make I lied but we're only getting one round three attacks <sighs> uh 27 probably hits 23 yep yep and a 14 probably won't no okay uh as you're rolling damage day fair you have a second turn Callisto okay. on that I got 17 damage at the first one. And then I'm going to use my action to do it again. It fails. I got, I got 27 damage total with my attacks. Wait, 29. No. Uh, 31 because of the rage damage. Sorry. Okay. It's noted. So I got 17 and then 16. That's my action. And then I'm going to... I'm still in my archer form. I'm going to do a bo my bonus action as a ranged attack. Okay. So we'll do 20s. Oh yeah, that's going to be a 30 to hit. Plenty. And then that's two D eight my whiz. Three eleven sixteen. Another sixteen damage. Okay. So hey, I did man. I did seventeen, sixteen, sixteen. So thirty-two, forty-nine. Forty-nine, thirty. You're getting some hits on this guy, bringing us to Callisto oh. with Orbos on deck. This two is going to walk up into the air, right here. And it's my second use for that. I don't want to use that spell yet because I don't want to burn a six. So I'm going to cast um, fucking spiritual weapon at level four. So yeah, um, I got. It's just going to be a giant crow that dive bombs. The so, uh, it's a 20, Jesus Christ, general spell attack, 27, um, so it looks like 3d8 plus, 5, 6, 3, 6, 6, 5, 11, uh, 14, even 20, baby, as this crow dive bombs it. You're... You're rounding about a hundred damage this round. Anything with your action? What's my action? Uh, Twelve is dead. Okay. It will actually, on a natural nineteen, I'm taking it. It'll actually pass that one. Huzzah. All right, baby. Bringing us to Corvos. I'm gonna go ahead. Chris looks tired. I am. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna move up here, 
right in front of Callisto. And I'm going to use my action to cast Aura of Purity. Um, yeah, it does all that. Uh, how big? 15? Or 10? Or 20? 30 foot radius, so... 15 in every direction... Oh, 30 foot radius, so... Yeah, 60 diameter. It big. Um, everyone within my... Aura has resistance to poison damage, and also, the important part, has advantage on effects that cause blind, charmed, deafened, frightened, paralyzed, poisoned, and stunned. Hooray. Um, don't really think I have a bonus action to do anything, because... Purple on you, so we remember you have an aura present yeah. next time. Got a big-ass aura. Big-ass aura as aquamarine energy just begins flowing up through the floor, swirling like a whirlpool around you and your companions, but eating them. As we come to Gluttony's turn, you hear in all of your minds, and this does push through your shield based on sheer, sheer ferocity, Yeah, a voice that says, Maybe it is time we stretched our legs as the ground beneath Linus. I believe you're probably flying, but the ground in the center of this chamber begins to crack as the elder brain rises into the ground attached to the body of another creature. Oh no. Ah, shit. As the figure of a dragon crashes through the floor, rising up in front of you. Oh my god, it's gutting me. It is gluttony. <laughs> GH Buck. In next session, we will see what happens. Alright, I think I'm pretty happy I cast this. We done Thank, it. Th thanks for riding it out. I know we went later. Went pretty I'm late. A long but ass session. We're definitely gonna wrap this up next session. Fucking Todd, have fun in editing these four hours. I've played multiple sessions to finally Don't get worry, the answer I've been looking for. But I did so good. You did pick up with so 30. good. I'll, I'll leave the banishment <laughs> part in. Okay. That's it. <laughs> but yeah. Good luck, boys.